on all things nerdy where we do crazy crap like beatbox and talk about comic books and video games and movies and books and stuffs and things. Listen to us every week as we talk about your favorite nerdy fandoms. <sighs> hey guys. What's up? How's it going? Oh my gosh. Welcome to the show. Hello there. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Right on. Nailed it. Nailed it. Nailed it. Uh, Josh the button pusher is dead. Uh, uh, yeah, um, I'll hail Kayla the button presser. Yay! Uh, Matt uh, hit him with his car. Uh huh. No, <laughs> I uh, I just made him cry last week because my uh, my house is so echoey. Oh man! Yeah, he, he cried after you hit him with his car. Right. The the right. echoing you heard was probably the concussion you gave him. Oh yeah, for sure. Yeah. Um. Anyways, so thank you guys for. Tuning in to this week's episode of Comic Toxic Six, Six. Normally, I'd tell you what the, the show's about, but <laughs> our intro did it again. Yeah, yeah. for sure. It's like, like it's like that's what the intro does. Yeah, so it's, it's very effective. So I guess instead of introducing the show, we'll introduce ourselves. Um, I am Bad Mouth Jake, aka No Knee McGee. <laughs> <laughs> I like that. Soon, soon to be. Uh, I am Kyle, the Lord Pope deity of the Church of Evidation, and we also have a special guest this week. Hey. <laughs> what, what was I the last time? The high priestess of the Church of yeah. Evidation? Yeah, my high and priestess. And now the button lord? The button lord. Yes, the, That's the, good. The new, the new That's what it's going to be. That's perfect. The button lordess. Who? I mean. Oh, come on, man. It's, it's lord with an lord? E. Look, lord, lord is gender neutral. I think it is. No, it's Lord with an E. Oh, well, we still pronounce the same. Yeah, but so, you have yeah. to say, he said, I'm Lord with an E. Okay. The button Lord. I'm Kalen, the button Lord with an E. Okay, perfect. Neat. Uh, I am Matt, also known as the Chaotic <coughs> Evil Moon Baron. Uh, and I, I'm killer of D&D characters, and uh, oh, that's probably better. <laughs> uh, yeah. Killer of D&D characters, and... Uh, just overall evil, I found Dude, out. I heard about that, and I'm kind of, I'm kind of pissed, man. I'm not gonna lie. Wait, what'd you do? So uh, he killed my brother. I <laughs> so I play with the D and D group. We switch out DMs. When I've been DMing, uh, I've always been in the same area, so the story is just a continuation of what happened before. Mm-hmm. And last week, I or the last time I played it wasn't last week, week before. Uh, I killed off characters. Neat. And two people were gone. This has happened twice now. <laughs> the same people survived. And one of them's like a reborn, so it's a different character, quote unquote, but it's technically the same character. Okay. So I've killed the I've killed two people every time two people were gone. <laughs> yeah. And oh. the first time I it was like a super easy encounter. They should not have died. <laughs> <laughs> Did you get a lucky roll? Uh, no, they just got terrible rolls. Oh, okay. <laughs> so that was yeah, fun. That does happen. That um, does happen. This time I ha- I set it up for six people, and there was only four people that were there. 
And so I lowered it. I like took out some monsters. Didn't matter. Uh, I charmed a player character into killing another player character. <laughs> and wow. that player character was a fighter. So it means that they got they had a turn, and in one turn they outright killed another character, just <laughs> wiped him out. Dang! And, yeah, and <clears throat> the worst the worst part of this is is one of the characters that died, nope. played by Sam, was uh, my character's brother. Okay. So, with wherever my character's at when he finds this out, uh, let's just say there's going to be some pretty heavy beef because we're like outlaw types you know monster hunters mm-hmm. so um yeah i don't i don't see Haas taking that very uh kindly to offing his brother <laughs> well the thing is that it's a charm and like yeah but ha- you know Haas is not gonna care he's just gonna see that you that his brother got yeeted by uh his friend so <laughs> yeah, that's true. But the monster kill I mean the monster did it. So we'll we'll see. We'll see. We'll, we'll see. see where we'll we see get. where he blames leaves the blame. Right. And we'll also see what uh the other characters do. But anyway, so I'm the killer of characters now. Nice. Uh, so this week on our podcast we're gonna talk about a couple things we need to review. Yeah. Uh, uh first and foremost, um, so we're we're gonna briefly talk about Umbrella Academy, but we are also gonna talk about the boys. But uh we're we're just gonna make this super kind of like plain, you know? Uh the boys is very much an adult show. And so yeah. if yeah. you are not an adult, <laughs> uh don't watch it. Period. Yeah. It's as simple um, as that. Plus we're uh great. we're reviewing it because we enjoyed the show. And we're adults. It's a superhero show that we watched, but I mean, we're not, we're not crazy. It's, it's not a kid's show at yeah. all. Yeah, we're not like, oh, hey, have your four-year-old Jimmy go in there and watch it with mom and pa, because, you know, family entertainment is great. Unless you're a black noir, then it's totally appropriate. But if you've seen, <laughs> oh you know, the, if you've seen the show, then you know what I'm talking about. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, right off the bat, this review is... Uh, <laughs> That was a real funny joke, Jake. Oh my god. <laughs> um, but yeah, uh so how was uh how oh yeah, we have a fun challenge too. We're gonna be doing the, the a Mountain Dew uh the blind Mountain Dew challenge. Uh that was my knee. Um <laughs> I know you're paying, bro. Like not completely, but yeah. Bad knees suck. <laughs> Oops, no knees. Um <laughs> brought to you by Captain Crunch. <laughs> Uh, and Rice Krispies. Yeah. I don't like the crap. What was this? Oh, yeah. How was, every, how was everyone's week? So, my week was a little bit chaotic, but also pretty good. Um, chaotic evil? Uh, more like chaotic. I tried to clean up my house because I was hosting D&D, and it was a disaster area. Um, <laughs> I'm not a... Like, I'm not a super organized person, usually. It also is hard for me to, like, motivate myself to clean my house. And so it's, it's like, I have, like, days to do it. So it means I have days to start doing it. <laughs> there. Um, yeah. <coughs> Always a project. Well, this yeah. might motivate you. So apparently, a few weeks ago, um, this apartment complex had to get, like, 
evacuated because this dude died, right? And his bodily fluids were seeping under the walls into oh. the other apartment. Mm. Here's not even the kicker, right? So they finally complained about it. The That's landlord the goes kicker. and checks on it. The dude's dead. This is not even the worst part. So he didn't pay his water bill, so he's been pooping in the toilet, letting it stack up. And then he moved to the sinks and into the bathtub. Why are so we there talking were... about this? <laughs> <laughs> to help motivate you to clean. And so when I know they found that, there was, the there was literal <laughs> crap loads all over the house in Ew. addition to his leaking, rotting corpse. Ew. I just, like, leave appliances out. <laughs> Dude. It's it's just one step more, man. Yeah, man, it's a slippery slope. <laughs> like, you're a dead man covered in a crap, covered in a barbecue. Like I, one, one day, it's like a little dusty on the shelves. Next, corpse in the walls. Just like, saying. I just, like, yeah, I just leave, like, dishes in the dishwasher too long, like... And the counter just, I put stuff up there and forget to, like, put it away. No, man, that, that's how it starts. And the next thing you know, you're, you got a tub full of poop. <laughs> Do you know what's a good motivator? Watching Hoarders. Yeah. I got a room, go. of, I got a room that's starting to look like that a little bit. <laughs> or watch, uh, what's her name? Is that, the is that, where, you, is that where you've been pooping? <laughs> yes. Uh-huh. No. no, I have two bathrooms. Twice as many sinks. Twice as many. <laughs> and twice as many bathtubs. <laughs> yes. Well, unless if it's a half bath. No, it's a full bath. Oh. No, actually, uh, I actually have a dryer that, that broke again. Oh, you, you could got use the dryer too. too. So one of the sh- <laughs> one of the showers is being used to hang and dry clothes. Because I don't have a dryer and I don't have the money to fix it right now. Dude, so while you're putting up clothes, you can poop standing up. <laughs> multitask okay yeah no anyway uh so uh yeah other than that though chaotic uh we did a concert uh music festival i went to too a christian music festival jake so you know that's fun to talk about right after all the pooping uh, <laughs> all, the, all the crap talk all the crap talk uh, <coughs> welcome to talking crap 616 yeah, real, indeed. Uh, indeed, for real. But yeah, so I had a good, pretty good week. Yeah, I saw that you met uh, Crowder, right? Yeah, I did. That was cool. That was pretty cool. So uh, you went with your mom. Yeah. Did you ask her about the most recent legal conundrum that we ran into? That if you have a kid, is she going to sue you for copyright infringement? No, we didn't ask, but I feel like it's something she would do. Like... Uh, so I did lose my phone there, which was fun because I just lost it again in front of everybody. <laughs> that was super cool. Uh, no, I I put my phone on a charger there. We got the VIP tent, right? So Ooh. we couldn't we didn't get to sit in the VIP tent because uh, what people would do is they'd go in there and like leave their stuff on the chairs and leave, which didn't make me super happy. But that's okay. Yeah, but there's some little chargers in there for your phone. My phone was almost dead, so I went in there and plugged it in. And our youth group was doing a little water thing, so I start stopped and helped them. And when we left, wait, I got up. They did waterboarding at the. No, they were selling water, (laughs) but anyway, uh, we uh, we were selling water, and I was helping them clean up. And I left, got to my car, and realized I didn't have my phone. Went went back in to go get it, and somebody had 
moved it helpfully, but they didn't take it to security. They decided to like hide it. So I didn't have a phone and not having a phone for a day, especially when you're trying to get stuff ready for like San Diego. <coughs> yeah. A little tough. Oh yeah. Yeah. That sucks. Not super helpful. So I spent about like, I spent about two hours trying to figure out how to like work around on stuff. Does Android not have like a location thing for your phone? So, so there are two and one of them doesn't work for me because I don't have it turned on through, uh, because I have Verizon. Right. So the Samsung one works, but the Verizon one, you have to turn it on with um, the Verizon app. Oh, okay. And you can't log into the Verizon app unless you have a way to authenticate it. And you can't authenticate it without a phone. So it goes, send me a text or check this on your phone. Like, well, I don't, I don't have the phone. That's the (laughs) whole point. The The, the cool thing with Apple is I can just go to my iPad and be like, hey, yo, Siri, where's my effing phone? (laughs) Well, yeah, if I had another Samsung device, it would work, but I don't have another Samsung device. Oh, that's not the Samsung watch? The watch doesn't have a locator app on it. That's weird. Really? No. Because even my like Fitbit watch thing has a thing that says find my phone no i have a find my phone thing. okay and it, the vivid thing does the same thing it makes the noise on the phone i can mm-hmm. do that but if i don't know where the phone is i can't make the noise for it and okay. so i did the noise thing and i didn't hear it and it's because they tucked it inside something wow. oh so even if you had it you wouldn't have been able to find it no, because it doesn't like show me a pin. It just makes the phone ring. I mean, um, even the pin, it would like be the general area it wouldn't be right. like exact coordinates. Exactly. Yeah, that's so. Yeah. So, so does, does Samsung make dryers? <laughs> what? Because you, you know, two bird, one stone. Yeah. He needs another Samsung device. He also needs a working dryer. That's true. <laughs> he drives home. Can it find my phone on his dryer? <laughs> <laughs> what it if is. it's in the dryer? <laughs> That's what oh, fridges and TVs. Twist. Yeah, I hear the fridges and TVs can do stuff like that sometimes. That's cool. I mean, LG owns everything, so yeah, that's true. True. So, but anyways, uh, so that was my week. How was your guys' week? Pretty good. So I uh, I painted some minis. I did some nice. goblins in a door. Nice. Um, I cut some hairs, and then last last week I had some friends from Rev Crew over. There goes my knee again. Um, and just kind of kind of hung out. You know, just kind of had a light week. We actually watched a really interesting documentary. I kind of wish you came last week. So, you know, you, since you were waterboarding with children, um, we got to watch a, a Dungeons and Dragons art documentary. Oh, um, I've seen that advertised. Yeah, on Amazon. It was actually really cool. We actually, it was really interesting. Uh, Logan painted a fantastic unicorn, actually. Hmm. Really, really good. And uh, so with a lot of fantasy art, you know how... Uh, much like that comic book that we saw, very uh, uh, robust uh, forms on characters. Well, yeah. they were kind of avoiding talking about that. And this one guy was super blunt about it. He's like, yeah, I like my women sexy. And then this one guy <laughs> comes in when they're like talking about like the female form and fantasy art. He's just like, yeah, he's just like, he's like, the biggest thing with drawing women in um, fantasy art is making sure they have concrete forms. Hmm. Yeah, that's uh, <laughs> so, uh, as you could tell, Brian, Sam, and I, and Logan, we're just like, oh, yeah. So when we're, uh, you know, when you're when you're drawing it, a, a comic book character or doing some fantasy art, you got to make sure that the forms are concrete. Yep. Got it. 
And so, uh, yeah, just kind of hug out. That was my, uh, that was my week. Nothing, nothing fun. Or right, so yeah, what, what did we do this week besides brainwash the general populace into <laughs> Um Watched a lot of Boys in Umbrella Academy. You watched more Boys and gave yeah. me the play-by-play. Yeah. Oh, wait, 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 sorry. I got Alexa to watch Demon Slayer. Oh, We're yes! Sick. Heck oh. yeah. She's about to have her mind blown. Uh, have you guys gotten to the Entertainment District yeah, arc yet? Yeah, we just started it. I've already watched it. Nice. Um, I just got her into it, and she's actually kind... She's enjoying it a lot. Nice. Uh, uh, Inosuke is still her favorite. Um, as he should be. Yeah, but uh, she's she's enjoying it a lot. Hell yeah. Oh, I love that. We finished Spy Family. Oh yeah. I heard that was yeah, wrapping up. Oh my god, it's amazing. Well, I started reading the manga, so I'm like three arcs ahead of where the anime stopped. But like they've added so much to it. I imagine yeah. they're gonna continue. because uh, it seems like it was pretty popular. Oh yeah, uh yeah. second season is due for October. Okay. So it's coming out. I haven't read any mangas, but I'm I'm getting to the point where like I feel like I really want to get into reading it. And I think I might wait till Fanex to kind of buy some stuff in bulk to do that. Uh, w- yeah. One manga I've been reading, because Kyle got it for me for my birthday, was the entire set of Promise Neverland. That's fun. Great, great. Why would great you manga. Why would you promise that? <laughs> that shall never land. Jake, you'll oh love God. this series. It's about murdering children. It really is. It really is. So the anime, <laughs> the first season, is incredible. So great. The second season, don't bother. We don't I, acknowledge the second season. I heard that. I'm pretty sure they, they only did one season. They, yeah, they only did one season. So, yeah. talking about movies that don't bother, I watched that Heavy Metal 2000 movie. Yeah. The How bad guy's name was Tyler. <laughs> yeah. Just Tyler? Just, Just Tyler. Tyler. Yeah, that's and heavy metal. the savior of the world is a rock midget named Zeke. Yes. Okay. <laughs> You're not telling me things that are going to, like, surprise me about heavy metal. I was... So, so well, I showed her the Liquid Death, the Dead Till Death movie, and she's like, this is stupid, but there's something worse. So Sam puts it on, and I'm like... What are you showing me? Leave <laughs> my house. I don't know how you didn't know about that. <laughs> I... Yeah, there's. Did you watch? It was two thousand. You said. Yeah. Yeah, there's one before that. Yeah, I. They also. It's also an anthology, so like you don't have to watch them in order. Yeah. No, it was a. Yeah, I kind of had a what a WTF moment because I was just like, because you know I was like, so this is supposed to be about like super hot like Viking space babes. No, it's about Tyler. It's about Tyler. Being coming a mean guy. <laughs> it's and angry sisters and rock Zeeks. It's heavy metal stuff, man. Yeah. Um Yeah. Weeks. Interesting. Yay. Yay. Yeah. So anyway. Yeah. You're, you're, Sounds good. So you guys' weeks were good? Yeah, it was good. Yeah, a lot. Yeah, a lot of a lot of good TV. A lot of Horizon <coughs> Forbidden West on PS Five. Yeah, that game's phenomenal. I'm so seventy two hours in. <laughs> Jeez, already? Yes. Nice. <laughs> when I saved before we left, oh I was at seventy two hours, and I think I'm like, I have like three fourths of the map filled in. Dang. Dang. <laughs> 
is it one of those games where you can like you could run through it in like eight hours if you wanted to if you explored nothing or do you have to explore the whole map um you don't have to explore the whole map um i would say like 25 ish hours for the main story yeah if you just wanted to blast through it i'd say 25 hours because like it's a big map and the main points go like along the map yeah, yeah, that makes sense. Yeah. No, I'm just but, curious. Yeah. yeah. I yeah, I'd say like 25, 30 hours yeah, for just, the main story. I really, really like the I really like the side quests cuz like to me like one of the one of the coolest things about those games is like the new cultures and tribes that humanity separates into after the apocalypse and like just like learning about these new tribes and cultures like you know the the two new ones in this game the Utaru and the Tanakh are, are really cool. That's, I haven't played, I, I need to play more games. I've just been, I don't know, man. It's hard for me to get motivated to play games. I don't know why. Yeah, it's it's definitely <laughs> a, a huge time sink. Yeah, like. You gotta be willing to. Right, so like, obviously when the Republic comes out, I'm gonna, I'm gonna do that one pretty heavy. Oh, absolutely. But absolutely. the game I always find myself going back to is uh, The Sims, so I can murder masses amounts of children and people. The Sims. Yeah, that sounds like a Jake game. Yeah. Um, <laughs> But yeah, so we'll go. We'll get straight into it um, on there. So cool, cool. So talking about video games. Um, so the video game fandom, right, tends to be known as like pretty toxic. A lot of cheaters. You know, people who yeah. aren't really necessarily fun to play with. They're always out for like that kill or the win. Well, so it, during a um, during a. Uh, apex legends contest that with two million dollars on the line uh a player from a team actually noticed that one person was frozen and couldn't play and so he went out of his way to tell his team and other players not to kill this guy until he went back on there wow um oh so he dc like in the middle of a match yeah there was he was just glitching out or something and so he basically made it his mission to like tell everyone that this guy's like off limits for that uh, and he's been getting a lot of recognition, like the people putting on the yeah, contest notice, cool. other players, and both pe- uh, both players actually moved on to the next round. Nice. Mm. So awesome. uh, it's it's always really good to hear, you know, honest player. Because here's the thing: he could have easily taken advantage oh, yeah. and like taken yeah. him out, you know, eliminated him from the contest, you know. And but I think I it's mean, shit a- with two million dollars on the line, I would have. Yeah. Straight up. Well, straight up. Yeah. The thing is, like. There's a certain nobility to like a uh, high level competition where you're like you don't want to win unless you win correctly. Right. I mean, yeah. like there's something to do that. I mean, think about it. It's like yeah, you may have won two million dollars, but like if you got it by being dirty, that two million dollars is kind of tainted, right? Yeah, but some people don't care. Right. 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 They don't. Yeah. I mean, two, but, uh, two million dollars is two million. It's two million dollars, which is pretty big. Mm-hmm. But yeah, like still though, mad mad respect, dude. Total matter respect, and it uh, it's those kind of things that slowly push us forward into um, making the gaming community healthy again. You know, and honestly, I I hope this guy gets sponsors and some sort of reward, even if he doesn't get the two million dollars. What game was um, it for? Apex, Apex Legends. Legends. Oh, okay, which there's always a bunch of douche canoes in games like that. So <laughs> yeah, just yeah, there can F- be a couple. FPS yeah. can be pretty. Uh, it can get toxic. pretty toxic, but the, yeah. most of the like competitive communities are pretty 
they're better about it than that. Yeah. Um, just because, like, when you get to a certain degree in basically anything, it's more important to, like, <coughs> it's more important to play well than to, like, scream at people. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, that or, you know, maybe at a certain point you're also not playing with, like, nine-year-olds, so it's better. Yeah. <laughs> uh, man. I will never forget... I will never forget. Uh, Steve and I were playing one time online. Somebody t- somebody watched us, and they wanted to join. And I go, oh yeah, sure, we'll oh, join. Oh, I remember that. And you then there was this. it was this little kid. Like, it, there, Steve had an audible sigh. <laughs> oh no! I don't know. Why would he? I don't know. If the kid picked it up because like we had good like good headphones and microphones. I don't know how, what the, if this kid did or not. But as soon as he goes. Hi guys, and you're like, oh no, oh no, oh honey, wah, wah, wah. <laughs> no, no man, <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> Sad trombone. <laughs> so we, we still tried to play with him, but like, yeah, he was, he was every bit the stereotype, and it was really tough because it was like, I don't want to discourage you from playing games, but also. I don't want to play with you. Don't be with a don't be a crappy human, even if you're yeah. tiny. <laughs> yes, exactly. <laughs> like you're not fun to talk to at all. Like every every ounce of my being wants to just disconnect from this game right now, but I'm streaming, so that's not an yeah. option. <sighs> yeah. The, uh, <clears throat> little kids are savage. Yeah, for sure. Absolutely savage. It's because they don't know about consequences. Or empathy. Yeah. That's true. Oh, Gen Z. Talking about Gen Z and being <laughs> oh, savage. Yeah, we should. So, uh, you know, Walmart is like that toxic ex-girlfriend. So we, we all love Prime Day, right? Prime Day is great. I order a bunch of unnecessary stuff that I've been wanting for no reason. I'm actually going to get a bunch of barbering supplies and some minis. Um, I've been really getting interested into building, like, dioramas. That's something I want to do. So I actually went to Lowe's and picked up some XPS, like, installation foam to do that. Uh, and so Prime Day, I've been, like, waiting so that way I can like, get all those, like, you know, those deals. So Walmart, being the toxic uh, ex-girlfriend that it is, has decided to uh, counter deals with uh, things on consoles, gaming laptops, Apple products... And so on and so forth. So uh, if you want to take advantage of that, like we, there's a $2,000 gaming laptop for like six ninety nine right now. Dang. That actually sounds kind of legit. Oh, geez. So that means that like, so with Apple stuff, I don't know if you, if everybody's familiar, but they don't actually offer discounts most of the time on their stuff. So if Walmart's offering a discount, it means they're selling it at a loss. Yeah. So they're hmm. losing money. Purposely, so that Amazon loses money too. I mean, at this point, what else are they going to do against the Bezos? Yeah, I mean, <laughs> I don't know. They're, they're I, it's funny because like they're not hurting. Yeah, yeah like, they, I mean, yeah, they you know they might take a loss here and there on on those sales, but in other areas they're they're. But then guess out, what? How many how many months is Black Friday? Like four? They'll be fine. Yeah. yeah well, fun. here's the thing. It's like quantity. You, you mean Black Thursday and Black Friday? Correct. Because let's let's be honest. Like Thanksgiving is not a thing anymore if you work retail. You mean Thanksgiving week? 
<laughs> essentially for real black and, week and then silent month. monday the following monday which usually extends into tuesday maybe the end of the week it's it's like it's like a two-week thing almost yeah nowadays. but <clears throat> i i'm going to take advantage of it on both sides honestly i don't think walmart online deals has anything necessarily that i need you know, and if anything, all it's going to do is incentivize uh, Amazon to lower the prices just a little bit more to uh, undercut Walmart. Because here's, here's the thing. It's uh, Prime Day is not necessarily about them making money. It's about them getting people to subscribe to Amazon Prime, you know, to, yeah, to get those exactly. deals. Oh, yeah. Boost their numbers. Exactly. So, uh, well, it's so stupid that they up the price for Prime. It's like, I'm sorry, do you really need that much more money? I know the answer is yes, but still. So I mean, here's the thing. I, I hate, I'm a capitalist. I hate crony capitalism. I think it's scummy. Um, crony capitalism is just communism, uh, but for retail. So this is like the one time that it actually benefits people because when two cronies, uh, you know, have the duel of fates, we actually benefit. So <laughs> duel of fates. Let, let them, you know, <laughs> like, honestly, like, here's the thing. Walmart sucks. Amazon sucks. We well, everyone still shops there. Well, they're too busy like duking it out with each other. We reap all the benefits. So it's, let let uh, uh, to quote Godzilla, let them fight. It's like Duel of the Fates, except for both characters are Anakin. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, You're like cool. And that one got hurt. Neither, nice. Neither one has the high ground. No, yeah. morally. I was thinking of the meme of uh, Batman and Iron Man throwing money at each other. Yeah. yeah. And then like <laughs> Spider-Man and Robin crawl in and like get all the money off the ground. No, that, that's literally, that's exactly what's happening. Quite, so, 100%. Quite literally. Uh, let's just take advantage of it, guys. I love that meme. Um, <laughs> by the time that you're listening to this, though, Prime Day would have ended. So uh, if you missed out, suck it. Yeah. Um, if it, if you, by the time you're listening to this, uh, I will have several boxes by my door. I don't know where from, but I'll have some boxes by my door. <laughs> of questionable boxes. origin? Uh, no, no. <laughs> I'll know where they came from. But they might be Amazon boxes. There's a good chance. I have some Amazon boxes coming too. I don't we have any. Have I don't have boxes. anything ordered right now. Not always. Don't. Don't. I mean, they're they're either on the way. They're sitting on the table unopened. Or we've opened them and just haven't like done anything with the Excuse box. Excuse you, I haven't yeah. ordered anything in like two months. Yeah, but the the box for your birthday present is still around. Yeah, that's because we don't have any more room for books, Kyle. I, well, we'll come down Walmart, <laughs> Amazon. Hey, so you both have low prices. So <laughs> I had I had three three different orders come in this week. <laughs> yeah, nice. And, we, yeah, and so one of them was the headphone answer. extensions. Nice. So I'm not gonna. Lie. I use Amazon, like so they have a wholesale thing, and so because of the like the haircutting thing, oh. I actually use that for all my like supplies and stuff. So I'm constantly having uh, Amazon. Boxes it's a here. necessary evil, which is, is unfortunate that that's yeah. the world we live in. But what are we gonna do? Go well, to a different dimension. What we're gonna do is we're gonna uh, mourn the ending of Heroes of the Storm. Uh, Heroes of the Storm content development is actually coming to a stop. I'm. I'm okay with this because yeah, are are we are we mourning? No, not really. Some fans are. Gonna I mean, be. basically, they're they're not going to cut the game. They're just not making any new content, so no new heroes. But they'll still rotate stuff around. I think eventually yeah, it, it they'll end it. I think this is the beginning of the end. 
right? They're going to squeeze all the money out of it, but then once they're... Oh, like, yeah. You know, it... Uh, well, at, as every MOBA is, they'll... It'll run for a while. It'll run forever, basically, because it's a Blizzard property. Like, right. people will still play it. Um, almost anything yeah. Blizzard puts out gets played. Like, there's still people playing every iteration of Diablo that exists. Fair. That's true. I mean, almost everything that Blizzard makes starts its own religion. <laughs> yeah. Life. Yeah, they, you, it really you, does. You would know. Yeah. Uh, what do you think? I Why do you think my model is so successful? I based it off their paradigm. You that in uh, Dark Souls. Yeah, <laughs> there you go. I joined... Uh, I joined, Or just FromSoft in general. I joined D&D Dave and uh, fell into... Uh, uh, fell into which one was that? That was Diablo three for a while. Was that the biggest one? Everyone yeah. seems to always talk about Diablo that. Was the 3. at the time it was the newest one. Now they're just doing remakes of the older ones as new ones. Yeah, it's like Hollywood. Why make something new when the old things will still make you money? To be fair, they you know they have updated stuff, but and it has been a while since it came out. But yeah, pretty yeah. much. <laughs> if, it, if it's not broken, don't don't fix it. Just. Throw out well, a new coat of paint. Those games have an interesting thing where, like, there's a point where it, it's not about how good you're playing the game. It's not ab- about completing the game. It's about, like, like running through certain areas again and again to get that one thing that's going to make your numbers bigger than the other numbers, pretty much. Yeah. It's so, all about the grind. So, like, yeah. No, it, it really does become about the grind. And there was a character I was making... Speaking of paladin character, and there's a thing where like you basically buff up a bunch of other stuff to buff up this one item that makes it so you're invincible when you're uh, you're invincible when you're standing still, and when you're moving, you're just destroying everything that exists. <laughs> wow, that sounds fun. Yeah, it got to a point where it kind of becomes more work than it's than fun. At a certain point, you're like, you're just like, I'm grinding. What are you doing? Grinding. I was grinding. I got legendaries. And then I ground up those legendaries to make another legendary. An and uber legendary. An uber legendary. It sounds like any mobile game ever. It really gets to the point where it's like that. It, the thing is that it's not pay to win. You're just trying to find drops for something. Oh, it, it's pay to win. You just pay with your time. Yeah, yeah. It really is paying with time. For sure. And, and patience and maybe sanity. Well, so like there's like seasonal stuff and it once the season's gone, that item is out. Mm. But if you keep it through the entire season, you get to bring it into the regular game with your character. So you get it becomes a regular item. But if you didn't get the item in that season, you just don't have it. Yeah. So like yeah. all about that grind. It is a hundred percent about <clears throat> grind at that point. It gets a little, it's still fun to play with people, but it does get to a point where it's like, why am I doing this? <laughs> like, yeah, I'm trying as... to get this imaginary rock. <laughs> it, like, but, it, but, but it's, there it's was, addictive, though. They like... have done a pay-to-win thing where they with, uh, with Diablo Immortal, so that's the mobile one, and you're trying to get these gems for your items, and if you buy, or if you buy the the blind packs or whatever of items they calculated it out and it can cost you up to like three hundred thousand dollars to get 
like fully Jeez. equipped in the game. And I'm sure plenty of people have dropped that too. There is one guy that did. Like he basically bought Blizzard coins. Oh, I heard about this guy. And yeah. then didn't he like just get rid of it out of protest or something? I think he did after he, 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 for a while there, he just like was crushing people at the high level. Yeah. Because they literally couldn't do anything to him. Yeah. The distractible boys were talking about that. Like oh, the dude dropped wow. like five figures to get this one item. And then when he got it, he's just like, Oh, YOLO, and just got rid of it out of protest. And like, but you still gave Blizzard the money, so... Yeah. <laughs> yeah, Good protest, still, man. It yeah. still makes over a million dollars a day. Yeah. Like, you may have all my money, but you also have my ire. Take that, Blizzard. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> or whatever You cannot have my soul. <laughs> and he still played the game. So. And he's, yeah. And he still played the game. Well, I mean, if you're a big... If you're a really big Diablo fan... You're going to play all the games, even if it's the mobile one. Okay, it was Diablo? Yeah. Okay. It was uh, It was the mobile Diablo. For, mobile oh, version of Diablo. the one that everybody was super crazy angry about when they first announced it. Yeah, because oh, because that. of the micro, microtransactions. Yeah. And the fact that it wasn't a new Diablo game. They're just like, oh, it's mobile now. Well, they're like, yeah, here's a new Diablo game for your phone. Ah, ha, ha, ha. But yeah, that's, that's why they make games like that, because... People are absolutely willing to spend. Right, yeah. right. Well, that's true. Anyway, <laughs> so um, all right, some so, bitter news. Some other so, sad news. For millennials, uh, this kind of hits at home for us. So Yu-Gi-Oh! creator, I uh, can't really, and I'm going to butcher his name. Ka- Kazuki Takahashi. Uh, he died at that's age, actually correct. He, he died at, at 60 years old. Um, he was the Jap, he uh, created the manga who created the Yu-Gi-Oh! and was found dead at six years old. Um, his body was discovered about a thousand feet offshore, the coast of Okinawa. Uh, he was identified after local police had found him nearby. Real car that had been uh, rented under his name when found. Uh, he was wearing snorkeling equipment and seemed to have been attacked by an unknown marine animal. Uh, Very sad. Very sad. That's like yeah, our that's, childhood. That's that's huge too. Yep. Like the I feel like Yu-Gi-Oh. That manga, which was also really, really dark. Oh, yeah. Um, it's so oh, different yeah. from the show. It's actually kind of but, epic. Uh, it, it started a whole new, like, genre of, like, card gaming. Yep. You know, in, 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 in that sense. So it's a, you know, in a, in a way, well, and it has really just... lost a huge portion of uh, of one of its creators, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Because Yu Gi Oh is still huge today, like yeah, it's oh yeah, yeah the card tournaments are ridiculous. Yeah, they, they just released like a new game earlier this year that's very popular. Yeah, yeah, and it's yeah, a, like it's a, it's a well beloved like not just like the series but the the game that was inspired by the series is also well beloved. Like, yeah, it's kind of amazing very that influential. like a super freaking weird manga about ancient pharaohs actually made like a cohesive card game out of it. They're like, I don't know. These seem like the rules. Let's go with it. Well, I think they, so the, with the manga, they were doing it before, but I think they did do the, like the anime until after the card game came out. So I'm pretty sure their anime was made to sell the card game. It was, was, but the original manga, I think it was only like three chapters and it was so weird and everyone loved it so much. Like make it a series. And he's like, okay. No, uh, they have. Oh, sorry. Go ahead. Uh, and name name an anime hairdo that's more iconic than you. <laughs> yeah. Well, and not only that, too, like Dark Magician Girl is probably like one of the one of the first waifus. Oh, oh yeah. god, oh, Dark yeah. Magician Absolutely. Girls aesthetic. 
peak. They, yeah. Uh, See, yeah. she gets it. So they not, do. Not have... gonna lie, Kid Kyle was very confused <laughs> so I first saw that one. Kid Kalen was very confused too. <laughs> I can see why you guys are married. So did you have an? Did you have an anime for the old series, the old manga? Oh, I've seen it. It's yeah. ridiculous. Well, so I haven't seen really? it. But oh yeah! Seen, oh yeah! It's is it, creepy. I have seen the Yu-Gi-Oh! The Abridged series. Uh huh. On uh, it's on YouTube. Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. And so Korea, that's right? how I saw the that, that's how I saw the thing because they called it the Year Zero. Uh huh. And yeah, it's a straight up, like he's a straight up psychopath in that. Oh no, one hundred percent. And so is Kaiba. Yeah, like the, Kaiba, like legit yeah, murders they, someone. Yeah, they straight up kill people. Uh, well, I when you think, have a game that sends you to the shadow realm, no, Yugi yeah. just Yugi just does terrible games and kills people. Yeah, like all the time. Like there's a guy holding up his friends, and so he like puts a big stack of money in his hands, and he's like, "All right, you can you can keep as much money as you can stab." And the guy gets a really greedy and just like stabs his hand, falls off a building, and dies. And that's the first issue. Yep. Wow. That's the first like story arc for that series. <clears throat> Man. Well, with that, uh, we're gonna we're gonna take a little bit of a break, and then when we come back, we're going to come back with the uh, the Mountain Dew challenge. Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> nice. One push. Where? All right. All right. We're back. Well. So, yeah. We're well indeed. Well indeed. We are back. Quite. 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 And uh, are you are you guys ready for the Mountain Dew, uh, the Blind Mountain Dew Taste Challenge? No. You gotta go. (laughs) (laughs) That is the perfect use of that button. So, all right, for those who are listening, I have three various drinks covered, blind, and numbered. The only people that know what they are are Kaylin and I. Uh, we know what flavors they are. You guys have to guess oh, what those flavors Lord. are by opening them up and <laughs> sipping. Um, so, and um, if you guess them, the person who gets the most right gets to take uh, the packs home. So, a question for her, not you. Not you, for my lovely wife. Uh-huh. Uh, these are all three flavors of Mountain Dew, and not like, I don't know, pee, urine. <laughs> Dude, they're sealed. I don't we trust... wouldn't put past you to reseal We actually can. decided that that we... would be a skill you would legit have where you knew how to reseal soda cans. I'm actually going to learn that skill. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I, in fact, thought you knew it already. I'm surprised you don't. So, uh, uh, I am going to pull, when I drink these, I am going to pull this back just a touch because <laughs> this foil is over the I, lip I and am, it will just spill everywhere. You, yeah. Yeah. I oh, am no yeah. longer, I am no, I am not confirming or denying that these are all Mountain Dew. So, of course. Hold on. I don't know why we're going live. Love you too. <laughs> when are we, when are we ready? Just card. Okay. So we're just doing a basic video. Um. All right, so we are doing the Mountain Dew Challenge. Okay. Uh, you have the list up? I have the list. Cool. Okay. All right, so go ahead and do you guys have um, any last Are words? they allowed to smell? That is a question I, mean, I have. I can't turn my nose off, so I'm yeah. going to smell I'm it. Well, I mean, like, you can smell before <coughs> sipping is what I mean. Oh. Like a wine. Uh, yeah, sure, sure. You, 
So as long as you don't take off the coverings, I think it's fair. You both have the number one can, right? Number one. Yep. I have number one can. Oh no! All right, okay. So, uh, first one. Do a little ASMR here first. Oh yeah. Oh, that's nice. (laughs) I'm trying to to decide which one it is. This one isn't bad. It might also help that I haven't drinking drink a Mountain Dew in about nine Hmm. months. I don't know. That's live wire. Hundred percent. I think that's live wire. Yeah, I agree. You agree that's live wire? Yeah. Are Are we gonna do them one at a time or all at once at the end? Uh, we can do one at a time. Okay. What is the first one? So the first one was the uh. Baja Orange. Oh, that's... that's ba- Baja Orangi. Well, here's the thing. Here's why that's cheap. I've not tried that yet before. And I didn't even know that was a flavor. Yeah, yeah I straight up didn't even know that was a flavor. Yeah, so uh, how... Baja Orange. Like? I, I was Baja thinking, Orange is good. I was thinking Baja Blast at first, and I, I should have gone with that. But you would that have, have been partial points? That would have been partial points in my in my book. But I was least. just like Matt was so confident about it. I'm like, uh, it, it tasted he's so orangey. I thought it was. I thought for sure it was live wire. But uh, if you had to recommend it out of out of five, uh, out of five, per, it's pretty good. Um, I'll do like a four. Four. Yeah. All right. So yeah. do you guys have the number two cans? Number two can. All right. Let's show me your numbers. Uh, can number dose. All right. Well, we have a two can. <laughs> 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 All right, crack it, crack it open. And here oh, wow, we go with the second sound. can opening. Oh yeah, that's crisp. That is not Mountain Dew. <laughs> <laughs> it's tasty. Man. It tastes like beer. That's because it is. Um, that is Natty Light. Is that not? Uh, or is no. that PBR? No. It tastes like a light beer. Okay, I'll let Kyle try to steal it here. I'll uh, I'll give you a hint, Alexa. Oh, I know what it is. Is it fat tire? I can tell you what it is, but this doesn't count because I already made my guess. Right? Can I give Kyle a hint because I know something that might help him? All right, okay. Kyle, we have one at home. Whoa, 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 whoa! Is it a blue moon? (laughs) <laughs> it's Modelo. It's Modelo. It's Modelo. Oh, See, okay. that was a decent guess or decent hint because we have one that we were going to use for cooking. They never did. <laughs> All right, so now you got right. another one. Cool. <laughs> so, so, so I, I don't want to know what number three is. So here's the thing: Jake's trying to poison me. Is what he's doing here? Why? Because gluten. I can't have gluten. Oh. <laughs> I mean, a sip's probably enough. Sip's not going to hurt me, yeah. but. He's trying to murder me, is what I'm saying. And he's recording it, and we have evidence. Just saying. If I die... You're going down. He did it. Going uh, down, Jake. I'm saying if I die, kick him in the knee again. Uh, <laughs> kick him in the knee. All right, so... No, the, kick him in the other the third knee. third one. Are you guys Number ready? three? Okay. Number three. We got the three can. Let's oh see my God. Three. I have no, no faith in what this is. 
And the third crack of whatever fresh hell this is going to be. Yeah, right? <laughs> oh, has it been that bad so far? No, not really. <laughs> oh, <crap>. <laughs> <laughs> I know what that is. I already know. Oh, it's Flamin' Hot Cheetos one, isn't it? Yeah. 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 How did I know? Um, I, I, I straight up called that while you were out of the room. Really? I was like, yeah, one of them's going to be the Flamin' Hot Cheetos one. And I had the one. <laughs> so I was like, oh. So I, I've I tried this one this already. This is not terrible, actually. I've tried this one already. I legit want to try and give it to me. It's it's not terrible. I've tried this one before. and It I should be li- a lot worse than it is. I don't really like it. It's not any better warm, I can tell you. It doesn't taste like anything. I, I like it better than number two. You legit two. are trying to poison me. I knew it. I knew you were trying to kill Cheetos me. Cheetos doesn't have gluten in it. It's made out of corn. What? Cheetos not, is not, gluten-free. It's not Cheetos. No. It's, it's the it's Flaming the, Hot it's, one. It's the Flaming Hot flavor that they put in the Flaming Hot yeah. Cheetos. Oh. Not, I'm not going to lie. I saw I'm it. I've kidding. been wanting to get it for a while. And I was like, you know what? we got to do a blind taste. Have you just, tried it? Just, uh, no, I haven't. Like, it doesn't taste to? like Flaming Hot, but okay. my acid reflux is kicking in, so... Yeah, I'll, I'll switch it over to it's, you. It's not bad, honestly. It's not, but no, actually, I don't like it. I, I dislike it. It just tastes like Mountain Dew to me. Yeah, it's 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 not good either. It's just it's, not it's, terrible. It sneaks up on you. My acid reflux is like, what the It's hell? got that like, that, like, chili chamoy flavor in the background. Oh, yeah. the orange is that's good. It. it gets hotter as you drink it more. The orange one is good. All right. Well, that, if that's the it? case. I need to uh, drink more. And let's chug see. it. Ready? Wait. No, I'm not, I'm not uh, excuse me. It. No, no. <laughs> Do it. Do it. All right. My own wife, ladies and gentlemen. My own wife. I love you. You don't have acid reflux. All right. Just just throw back what you have left. Now. <laughs> Flaming hot Kyle. Uh, oh. Well, now I feel bad. <laughs> he looks <laughs> like he's so <laughs> Why is this? Funny. Why are you doing this? Honey. <laughs> It's going, it's... Oh my god. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Why would you chug that? <laughs> that was... for, the, for the folks listening at home, that was not a sound effect. No, it was not. Oh, no, the applause was. <laughs> I take it back. It's pretty bad. <laughs> That was bad. That was a bad Oh, idea. man. Oh. <laughs> All right, guys. All right. So back to... Don't ever doubt that I love you guys. Aw. Back to, back to our regular schedule programming. <coughs> so uh, there we go. That was our uh, Mountain Dew taste challenge. <coughs> I, you can feel the, oh, the spicy dislingering a little bit. Oh, honey. <laughs> <laughs> you fold under peer pressure easily. Did we also have you drink something else before? Like um, that, it like was, it was a combination of Monster and not your father's root beer, and that was oh, also yeah. very nasty. That sounds awful. <laughs> <laughs> that, was, that was worse than this, actually. And you, I think you're seeing that exact same spot too. Yep. Ew. Oh, jeez. <laughs> Oh, wow. Uh, Actually, now I wonder, would like the coffee flavor monsters be good, not your father's? Because like coffee and root beer, that could be good. I don't know. <coughs> to be that fair, could be good. Could so be. I tried a root beer chai that uh, my buddy owns a coffee shop called Old Cuss. In oh, that Lake, sounds amazing. And he has a root beer chai and it goes, it's actually really good. So that sounds yeah, really I, good. I would totally try that. that Especially if it's wonderful. homemade root beer. That'd be good. So, uh, so let me recap, just a small recap here. <laughs> <laughs> so we have a Mountain Dew that neither of us have tried. 
<laughs> we have a legitimate beer, and this is Flaming Hot Cheetos Mountain Dew, which, again, my mind, poison. Uh, yeah. I don't like it very much. I, I'm still alive. I tried it once. Well, for so now. you guys are tied, so you both get to take home a case of Mountain Dew. But I I chugged mine. Do I get bonus points for that? Yes. Yes. yes so you, you get do. to you, yes. so you get to Sucker pick eight. which one you get to take home. Sweet. The flaming hot or the mango. Uh, oh no. I, I, I think Matt's going home with the flaming hot Cheetos. <laughs> <laughs> I will concede, sir. You can take them both. <laughs> no, I, I really want you to have the flaming hot Cheetos. We one. insist. It's for my friend Matt. It's just gonna sit in my fridge. Hey, Dean, I'm he's okay coming with up. That. It's got sugar in it. I can't have it. <laughs> like, I know. Any, like I said, anything... Uh, I've mentioned it before. Anything with joy. Anything that makes you smile. Yeah, I can't have any of that. <laughs> Are you saying that the flaming Hot Cheeto Mountain Dew makes you smile? No, it makes somebody... Like, Kyle seems pretty happy about it. <laughs> Kyle's just happy he's not dead. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> he's going to go home to and he's like, honey, I'm, I'm going to the bathtub. Have you... Yeah. Have I you, don't... Have, I don't envy our toilet later, but you know. <laughs> <laughs> have, you, have you ever tried sugar-free Mountain Dew? No. Yeah. Cheer-free Mountain Dew? Sugar-free. Oh, sugar. Sure. Well, <laughs> yeah, cheer-free. Not cheer-free. Yeah, it, this, well, one, this one's the cheer-free. Well, the no, no. no. Hot, that's to, be the fair, to be fair, cheer-free is correct. Uh, <laughs> it's devoid of all joy and happiness. <laughs> it's not the same thing. It's not as good. I know. Hey, uh, triple points if you finish off uh, Matt's uh, Flamin' Hot. <laughs> I always sipped it. Honey, I mean, don't. Do it. No. You won't sleep. Nope. Not good. I <laughs> chugged one. That's enough. Yeah. So anyway. Uh, uh, so yeah. talking about murdering. Um, so <laughs> we have a friend over at Scout Comics. He does The Shepherd. He's also editor in chief of that. And so Scout Comics launches uh, Stabity Bunny uh, Kickstarter. And it's their first Kickstarter, and it's for Volume 1 and 2. Um, so it looks like... So the, obviously Scout Comics is like an indie thing. Um, I'm trying to find what it's about. <coughs> yeah, we saw the story. We're just super happy they're doing a book. Uh, just another... They're doing another book because they did... All their stuff's been pretty good. <coughs> Yeah, okay, I'm going to go ahead and go to their Kickstarter. Um, okay, so Supernatural meets Taken uh, as a little girl and her plush protector confront an evil force that has haunted her family for a hundred years. That sounds cool. That actually sounds really cool. That does sound cool. cool. Uh, wow, and if you go to the Kickstarter, there's actually a lot of cool stuff. The artwork looks phenomenal. Guys, here, here's the thing. We're, we're not just trying to you know, uh, sell this on you because of, you know, we, we know the guy, one of the guys at scouts comics. Um, but what I can tell you is this, this book looks fun and interesting and I love the color palette already. And I love the artwork that they got going on for it. Uh, it has a very, (coughs) I'm dying. Anime esque (coughs) type of, uh, artwork in there. You you don't just say you're dying. I am dying. Have you chugged a flaming Hot Cheetos Mountain Dew? <laughs> no, no, I haven't. Well, you you got the leg thing going on, so yeah, I'll allow it. I'll allow it. <laughs> How do you feel right now, by the way? Out, out of ten? Yeah, like a three. 
<laughs> Three and a half, maybe. Aww. <laughs> you peer pressured him into it. My my stomach is Mordor right now. <laughs> Fair. <laughs> so, At least uh, you didn't eat a ghost pepper. That's true. That's true. Yeah, so it, it it looks like a really fun comic, honestly. Oh, okay. So they have a volume they have some out already, but they're doing it for like volumes. Yeah. Adding volumes. That's super cool. Yeah. I guys, check it out. Like you wanna do it for sure. Uh, moving on. So it looks like, guys, the Midnight Suns are back. <clears throat> I believe this is probably to ramp up and get us ready for the game that's coming out. Probably. On yeah. there. But uh, it yeah. looks like in September, the Midnight Suns will be back with a whole new lineup. If you look on the cover, it looks like we have Ghost Rider, Magic, Blade, Wolverine. Um, We've also got Wicked, maybe. Or... I don't know who that is. Kushala. Yeah. And um, there's also uh, Nico Minoru and Zoe Laveau. Yeah. So uh, it's who a, is from uh, Strange Academy. So uh, who in it'll be written it'll be written by Ethan Sachs, uh, art by Luigi Zangara, and uh, cover by David. Something I can't pronounce. This is this is probably because they're doing that new game. Too. Yeah. Uh, <clears throat> honestly, I'm interested in this. Like, I, I would love to read the Midnight Suns. I think this will be a, a fun uh, series to cover. Ever since I saw the game, I've been wanting to learn more about the Midnight Suns. And I think if you yourself, if you're a fan of Blade, Wolverine, Magic, um, this is going to be uh, something you're going to want to pick up. Oh, uh, on the on the cover, that's the arts by David Nakayama. Thank you. There you go. But <laughs> uh, anyways, moving on. So we're going to go ahead and uh, Matt, you're probably going to want to talk about this one because this one's uh, dear, near and dear to your heart. Oh, yeah. Uh, so Conan the Barbarian is moving over to Titan Comics. I mean, it, it is a subsidiary of Marvel, but it's a big deal because they're, they're not publishing the mainline, the mainline stuff anymore. Yeah, they're doing like the signatures, right? right so it's like Titan signatures, what they're calling I, it. I think I don't know for sure. Because I think that some of, like, Conan's still in the Marvel <laughs> Universe, as far as I know. Nice. <laughs> so, that Conan actually the wasn't got, me. got pulled into the Marvel <laughs> Universe in, like, 2019, I think. Yeah, and they're pulling him back out. Or is he staying? I think he's staying. They may be doing new comics, because Conan comics were always, like... Standalone. They were kind of, well, they were, like, standalone arcs a lot of times. Yeah. Like, there were some continuing stories, but there were also a lot of, like, stories. They were, like, like, anthologies, right? Anthologies, like, he had, like, yeah. his own, like... Yeah, there were a lot of anthologies. Its own standalone epic versus like a ongoing. Yeah, and I mean, the amount of like Conan stuff that's already been out. There's like, cause there's like, I don't know, like a billion books. Uh, let me let me see how many Conan the Barbarian books there are. Talking about Conan the Barbarian, did you notice in uh, Heavy Metal two thousand, uh, the bad guy Tyler uh, had a <laughs> space ripoff of the Punisher outfit? I think so. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> Yeah, I do remember that actually. I, I I think I have to hate watch this movie now. Dude, Amazon Prime, it's free. <laughs> oh God, of course it is. Uh, so Conan the Barbarian I mean, it had better a freaking be free. Twenty one complete <laughs> stories that were published as books. Oh wow! Like novels. <laughs> like novels. Yeah. Then like then there's the comic books as well. Dang. Okay. So it's been around a long time. Uh, I mean, because like, it's a. It's a fairly simple story premise. It's like, this guy is a barbarian. 
And he He's, hits things. He stabs things. Sometimes they're wizards. Like anytime <laughs> there's a, anytime there's a, like anytime there's a show and they make a joke about a barbarian stabbing a wizard to death, <laughs> it's a Conan reference. There. Sometimes it's a wizard. All right. <clears throat> so with that, uh, moving on. So a really cool Black Panther series is coming out. It's going to be called Wakanda. It's going to cover the history of Wakanda. Um, <clears throat> this will be in October. And then here's the thing, though, is it's not going to cover anything regarding T'Challa. It's actually going to cover all the heroes in history of Wakanda other than T'Challa. And I think it's even going to have its own uh, Killmonger uh, story arc. And mm-hmm. as you can see, they're using the... Uh, cinematic version of him yeah. for one of the covers which looks Michael B. Jordan it does look really good um, yeah, that's a good cover uh, so that's a <laughs> I'm always really excited so it looks like uh, Marvel's really just kind of gearing up to like really just kind of diversify and like really play with uh, titles in like story arcs you know and, and get away from just like what's popular because the movies made it popular which I think is a really good move because I'm not going to lie, Marvel's kind of been dry recently, right? It just seems like they're just, like, they've been pumping out stuff they know is going to sell versus, like, now they're like, cool, why don't we just tell really interesting stories? Like, they're, they're going back to telling good stories for the sake of good, telling good stories. I mean, they, they did tell some good stories, <sighs> but they were doing a lot of stuff for the popularity. Yeah, like, oh, we're going to do a new Thor thing because Thor's coming out. and Yeah, and, uh, yeah, yeah. It, it just was pretty obvious, you know, like that crony capitalistic grab. Yep. Of it. Well, um, and the thing is that, like, you can't really get away from that too much because they're at the end of the day, like, we don't get more cool stories if they don't sell comics. No, ab- absolutely. You know, it, it, they were just yeah, too def- obvious about it, you know? Cycle. Yeah. It was, it, it was just too obvious. Yeah. Um, but uh, talking about that, did you, did you guys <laughs> see the, the concept art for Namor? No, I haven't yet. Dude, so he's kind of got this Aztec. Uh, as techie like MC jaguar MC warrior MC. type of look for him cool. like turquoise like it's he looks really cool um cool. i'll uh i'll send it in the group chat uh but it's a uh, this is just off topic you know just uh oh well i mean not off topic but yeah but uh it's uh he looks he looks really cool um I'm looking. I'm just looking at some of the Wakanda cover art. It looks really, really good. Yeah, it really does. Yeah, dude, it looks phenomenal. And dude, it's uh, there's just so many um, there's there's just so many good artists out now these days, and it's a uh, yeah, it's just it's just fantastic. Uh, of what we're getting art wise. Um, I guess moving on while I look for that. <coughs> We should talk about um, uh, we should talk about uh, our comic of the our comic uh, the, the Darth run, Vader comic. the Darth Vader comic that we're reading. <laughs> yes, <laughs> yes, the comic corner. We didn't really name it yet, so like <laughs> it's a work in progress. It's a work in progress, but we're trying to make sure assure ourselves that we're all reading part of a comic, hmm. or we're trying to run, read through a run together. Give a little review on that run specifically, because sometimes sometimes we read comics and like 
nobody else has read it. It's a lot better if everybody's read it. It's more fun. It's more fun to get various opinions rather than me just like tell you what's in the comic. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, it's got Darth Vader in it, by the way. Yeah. So we're. What? Uh, I know. Pretty crazy. We're, what, we're no reading uh, <laughs> Star Wars Darth Vader Dark Visions. Yep. Right? This one. Yeah. Um, and so, yeah, we'll just call it our Comics <clears throat> Corner. I, th- yeah. I like that name. The, the Comics Corner. Yeah. The Book Club. So, uh, <laughs> so we're reading this five-part series on it, and so we're just going to give you a weekly review on it, what we think about the issue, and then probably an overall uh, breakdown of it. So if you decide you want to go pick up that run, you definitely can, and we just want to be uh, more comic book involved. So uh, I guess right off the bat, I, uh, I like the artwork, first of all. Yeah, the the artwork is really good. Yeah, it, very it, solid. It feels like a Star Wars book. Reading it, the artwork, you know, it reminds me similar to uh, <clears throat> the legacy stuff. You know, from when they were doing Dark Horse and and uh, you know the that. So that was a. Uh, I really enjoyed that. I think my favorite part was the storyline. And if you don't want to read it, we're not going to go too much into it. But the, uh, this was from the perspective of someone who's on the world who has, like, their world has no contact with the outside um, Yeah, kind of, kind of the yeah, kind of the running theme with this whole series is that it's from the points of view of characters who are observing Darth Vader and how they view him. Yeah, and so uh, ba- basically this, this world, <clears throat> they don't have any contact with the outside world. They've been basically trapped so- and... Uh, guarded by this sea beast which they call a god yeah yeah and uh yeah 100 percent. this thing's gonna kill stabbed to death all the way to death yeah <laughs> maybe so, even passed maybe, maybe even passed a little bit but uh my my favorite description is so like the the storyteller this young kid sees paints vader as a hero and not just a hero but a black knight yeah. who came from a fireball in the sky. Yeah. And Vader even saves the kid, right, in a very Vaderish way, riding a black horse dragon thing, which is super freaking cool, by the way. Yeah. And uh, it, also kind of a, a nod to Dark Horse. Yeah. Like <clears throat> a literal Dark Horse. Uh, but I, I just, I really loved how they basically, they, they painted Vader as like this, this heroic, like hero who fell from the sky and defeated a god and then ascended up into <laughs> to heaven. He left on the fireball that he was on, right? Yeah, and, the, and to this, this character's perspective, that's what happened. Yeah. And that's all that happened. Vader is just a, a savior from the sky. Yeah. Which is crazy because like we, we all know what Vader's done and who he is at this point. And he literally came down, killed this god, saved a little kid, and was like, peace. So the little kid wasn't a youngling, though. That was the difference. Oh, he was. Yeah. <laughs> if he was force sensitive at all, he'd be, he he would have also been stabbed. Yeah, yeah, definitely. But um, he's a normie. It was it was crazy though. It was crazy to kind of like see uh, someone paint that narrative of of Vader as like not just like you know as a Jedi or but... Sith or like this Emperor or this not Emperor but the, the, this Lord of Darkness, but as like a heroic gallivanting knight who ascended from heaven to defeat evil 
Yeah, and, and and typically, like he's you know he's worshipped and feared by his subjects, but in this case, we see that worship without the fear. Yeah, yeah, yeah and it was a uh, it was almost kind it's of like if, uh, it was almost kind of as if they were describing Anakin from the Clone Wars. Really, that's kind of what I was brought back to <clears throat> a little bit. Yeah, and I, man, I I love the art in this. Uh, I'm looking at that again. I love the art in this, and the thing I like about Star Wars comics versus the movies. Something very specific, but the lightsabers look like lightsabers are described as rather than what they look like in the movies. Because in the movies, they're very stable. Yeah. In the yeah. comics, you see them kind of crackle and they're like a little unstable. So it makes more sense why like they're not just a sword; they're actually being held together. Yeah. Yeah, they, it definitely <clears throat> gives more of a sense of that crackling energy. Yeah. They 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 seem more alive. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That make, yeah that's a and, uh, good way to put it. What I think this issue does really good is if you go back and look at the artwork, every panel that we see Vader in, he is posed and riding as if he was a majestic knight. Yep. There just to slay a dragon and to to kill evil. Every every panel, <laughs> right? Like there, he's on the, the dark horse. Wow, that art is good. You know, and yeah, um it's, it's pretty solid. Yeah. Just uh, just everything he does is just like, like I said, he's he's in this position of. Like if you were to replace him with Conan the Barbarian, it wouldn't look out of place. Yeah, no, it, <laughs> no, exactly. Right. Like they're like the, the visuals are matching what the narration or this little boy is seeing. Right. So the poses Vader has in his fighting style, it's it's almost. um, the, the way that they illustrated this is exactly how the narration is coming from this little boy, right? So I'm almost, yeah. I, I'd almost say is like how the, the artist decided to interpret this as if this is what the his people are imagining as he's telling the story around that campfire of like the tale of the Black Knight. I, I especially like the part at the end where he's like, he's explaining, he's storytelling. They show like they frame it as like he is telling the story around a fire of this one time that he saw this hero from the sky. Yeah, I love it. And Vader literally freed him from, uh, the, he freed them from the oppression of this god. So technically, the Empire itself did do some good in this instance. Like these people were living underground for like hundreds of years, and within an instant of a few minutes vader had actually freed them from that yeah so uh it's it's really cool i'm really excited to finish this series uh so far if you haven't read this uh as of right now my impression will be is to to pick it up yeah honestly definitely a good read it it feels like a canonized version of uh star wars visions well and you know pick it up if you're looking for the book because the book's beautiful like i I kind of want to look for this book a little bit because it's really cool, really pretty. Yeah. Um, there's something different about having a physical copy of something well, like that, too. Yeah, and there, yeah. you know, there's certain yeah, books sure. I pick up. I pick up a lot of books, but sometimes I pick up books just because I'm like, the art is really good with this book. Yeah, that's what I did with Laura Olympus because it's a webtoon, but the art is so amazing, and she came out with like a physical book. It's in three volumes so far. But yeah, like the physical copy is just it's something having it tangible. Yeah, it's just, yeah, it's just something special. Yeah, more, more it's tangible, and it's you can like screen. absolutely. Yeah, yeah, you're not like shoving your face in a screen, which is nice. <laughs> you know, and if, if the whole theme is just like painting Vader as this, this heroic, majestic knight, 
uh, I'm really gonna like that because then it like it really does give us a different perspective of Vader as a character, right? Because we we just always see like, well, the Empire's bad, Vader's bad, but it's just like, well, like analytically, right? Like he's got he would have had to do some good on the way in addition to this evil that he's done, you well, know. Well, yeah, yeah the thing indirect is, indirect or not, it's also a lot of times from perspectives, right? So Vader, Vader's there to conquer and so he's gonna defeat the strongest thing there and be like oh yeah you guys should join the empire wouldn't be great yeah i mean just like in that the obi-wan series not everyone sees the empire as evil and i think in this case these people from this planet you know would show gratitude to the empire because they just killed this evil god that suppressed them underground for lesser of two evils yeah he yeah well, so, and, and plus they could just tell them that the rebels are terrorists and they'd completely believe them because, you know, they wouldn't, they don't know anything that's going on. In and also if God's voice fiction. is James Earl Jones, that wouldn't be so bad. It would not. <laughs> <laughs> True. If that's the voice of God, that's fine. My, my favorite <laughs> line was when he's just like thanking him and he's like, don't thank he be. He's like, the force was with you today. And then whoop. Yep. <laughs> Bye. That was bye. That that's like that's a very cool like, like Anakin must have been like this is my chance to sound awesome, you know. <laughs> you know there's kids of Anakin still there because like that's a very Anakin Skywalker thing. Like the Force was with you today. Well, and so like mm-hmm. as you and as you read through it with the with the night perspective, it, the cover makes more sense. Yeah. Because I remember looking at the cover going like, I don't remember Darth Vader ever having a shield. Like, just never. It's never something I've seen him yeah, with. but it's really cool. It's really cool. Yeah. But it does make him look like a knight on a horse. It's pretty yeah. great. Yeah, and, and with yeah, that perspective, though, you're like, that makes so much sense. It's it's like a it's like a little embellishment probably added on by the character that witnessed Darth Vader doing all these things. Yeah. Probably. Being awe-inspired. And, well, and, the, yeah, the thing yeah. is that, like, you know, he's telling it from his, his perspective, but he's also, like, exactly, yeah. telling it around a campfire. He's going to embellish it. He's going to... Oh, yeah. Prop it up. Yeah, and the kid's probably, like, nine, you know? He just saw a space knight come down and, like, you know... Kill God. Wipe the floor with It's God's really fun. It's, it's extra funny. Like, it's extra... Because Darth Vader's helmet, in any other instance, is terrifying. Like, people are scared of it. When they see it, they know to run. Like, or they're just going to die. Yeah, and in this instance, like this one case, it's a symbol of hope. It's a symbol of hope. This uh, I'm excited for the rest of the series already. Oh um, yeah, I I'm super strong yeah, start, strong start, strong start indeed. Oh yeah, so uh, yeah, uh, if you guys want, keep up with us. If you want, you could read it with us. Uh, you know, I believe we have a question portion available on anchor so you can actually tell us what your thoughts are on um uh on anchor.com so you could you could go onto our page there and tell us your thoughts on this on dark visions if you read it if not uh you know we'll probably post like an instagram story and ask you if you read it and what your thoughts are or or tell us why we're wrong and should feel bad we're not going to listen to that, though. Anyways, guys, <laughs> so we're going to go ahead, and with that, we're going to introduce you to the upcoming comic books coming out this next week on there. So these are the comic books coming out the week after this episode airs, this upcoming Wednesday. 
Um, before we do, we just want to let you know this comic list is brought to you by our friends at Best Low Coffee in Fruita, Colorado. The literal best coffee shop in all the Rockies. You don't believe us? Why don't you ask all those reward, uh, awards they've won and the magazine that told them that they are. So, can't argue with that. Science. I mean, yeah. This is Best Low Comics. The best coffee ever. Uh, 10, 10 to 20 times better than Palisade Coffee Company. Uh, yeah, Palisade Coffee Company is like uh, decaf by comparison. Yeah, it's just science. It is just science. It's just science. It absolutely is. Yeah, and if you don't live in the area where we live in, you can go to bestlipcoffeeco.com where you can subscribe and get... You can get subscription boxes that are monthly. You can get bi-monthly boxes. You can get three-month subscriptions. You can get that three-month barista's choice. And Core usually picks them out. They pick some great stuff. Also, with these subscription boxes, sometimes you get some extra goodies, some hats, a nice little coffee container, little things here and there. Sometimes they'll throw in just because they're cool. Yeah, you, you can you can either drink Best Slope or you can be like me and chug a whole flaming Hot Mountain Dew. Don't be like me. <laughs> don't clap. Don't, don't clap for that. Oh, That's man. Not, no. As always, we it's are so uh, long. joined to us by our live audience. Um, anyways, so we're going to go ahead and read off our comics list. We're going to start with Dark Horse, which we have the amazing screw on head and other curious objects, hardcover, Apex Legends, Overtime, trade paperback, uh, Beast Lens Keeper of the Kingdom, trade paperback, Back, Black Sa- Black Sad. Black set. Yep. Uh, they all fall down. Part one hardcover. Cold bodies. Trade paperback. Count on Crowley. Amateur midnight. Monster hunter number three. Uh, four. Uh, creeping hardcover. Uh, creeping hardcover. Uh, criminal. Macabre. Macabre. Spirit of the demon. Trade paperback. EC archives. The haunt of fear. Volume two. Trade paperback. Eden. Trade paperback. And Frank Miller. Sin City. Volume five. Family values. Deluxe edition. Hardcover. Fourth edition. Uh, and then we have Volume 5, Trade Paperback, 4th Edition. Hellbound Volume 2, Hellboy in the BPRD, Time is a River, number 1. Um, we have a variant for that. Hellboy Universe Essentials, Witchfinder, Trade Paperback. Hellboy Water Bottle. A water I, think, bottle. I think it's just a water bottle. Uh, Jeep's Trade Paperback, <laughs> Legends of Korra, The Art of the Animated Series, Volume 4, Balance Hardcover. Ooh. That's the 2nd edition. Uh, and we have a deluxe edition of that coming out. We have Lonesome Hunters 204, uh, Manor Blackfire in the Blood 404. Uh, some variants for that. Orphan and the Five Beasts trade paperback. Shaolin Cowboy, Cruel to be Kin, Three of Seven. Uh, Saki, nope, those are variants. Uh, Shifting Earth trade paperback. Star Wars Rebels trade paperback. Uh, Witcher 3 Hunt Gerald Water Bottle. Which is a lot of water bottles this week. <laughs> uh, Young Hellboy Assault on Castle Death number 104. And then we have yep. a variant for that. Yeah, and then for DC Comics, we have Superman 78 hardcover, Nightwing number 94, some variants, New Teen Titans volume 14 trade paperback, Looney Tunes number 267, Legends of the Dark Knight trade paperback. Justice League versus the Legion of Superheroes, number four of six. Uh, Justice League Dark, The Great Wickedness, trade paperback. Jurassic League, three of six. Uh, Jurassic League? Yeah, they're all dinosaurs. That's pretty fun. (laughs) Exactly what it sounds like. 
Um, Green Lantern Season 2, Volume 2, Ultra War Trade Paperback. Flash number 784. Fables number 153 of 162. Duo number 3 of 6. DC Vampires All Out War number 1. Then we've got, uh, that's uh, number 1 of 6. Some variants of that. Uh, DC League of Super Pets, The Great Mixie Up Trade Paperback. Dark Crisis, Young Justice, number two of six. Checkmate, trade paperback. Catwoman, number 45, and some variants. Uh, let's see, Blood Syndicate, season one, number three of six. Uh, Black Adam, number two. A uh, bunch of variants. Uh, uh, Batman the Night, number seven of ten. Uh, Just the Night, not the Dark Knight. Batman the Night. And uh, then we've got Batman Superman World's Finest, number five, bunch of variants. Uh, Batman Secret Files trade paperback. Batman and Scooby-Doo Mysteries, volume two trade paperback. Artemis Wanted, number one, which is a one-shot. And some variants. Uh, Aquaman and the Flash Void Song, number two of three. And 52 Omnibus hardcover, and that is DC Comics. All right. Coming at you from IDW Publishing, we have Dark Space's Wildfire, number one, Dungeons & Dragons, Mindbreaker, the graphic novel, G.I. Joe, a real American hero, Best of Snake Eyes, number one, Godzilla vs. the Mighty Morphin Power Rangers, number four. (laughs) Nice. Yeah. Uh, Rocketeer, the Great Race, number four. Star Trek, Mirror War, number seven. And Teenage Mutant Ninja Ninja Turtles, the IDW Collection, Volume 14, Hardcover, uh, Transformers, The Last Bot Standing, Number 3, and Usagi Yojimbo, I'm sure I'm not pronouncing it right, Number 29, go ahead and yell at me over on Facebook. You're you're very, very close. It's not Usagi, it's just Usagi. Okay. But yes, almost perfect. Uh, Um, I will go ahead and correct you, it's uh, Usagi. Thank you, Jake. Great job. Uh, so, should I also tell you about Image Comics? Yeah, maybe uh, blood bloodstained teeth number four. Uh, maybe do a power bomb number two. <laughs> Farmhand number nineteen. I oh, legitimately hold on. I tell you what, I'm gonna do that. a power bomb number two after checking <laughs> that. Do a, <laughs> do a power bomb. Uh, Farmhand number nineteen. Gunslinger Spawn, number 10. <laughs> Homesick Pilots, volume 3, Three Chords in the End of the World, trade paperback. Ice Cream Man, number 31. Which, if you haven't seen this, uh, the general idea of what Ice Cream Man is, it is terrifying. Yeah, for sure. Ice Cream Man? Okay, so, Lego, Lego Ninjago. Uh, uh, Garmadon? Garmadon, number 3. I'm sure that's the bad guy. That's gotta be. I don't watch Ninjago. That that sounds like a bad. Game. But it sounds like a bad guy name. Nagatero uh, Volume Two. Pedal to the Metal. <laughs> uh, Profit Number One. Uh, there is so many variants of that. Holy Rogues God. Gallery Number One. Silver Coin Number Twelve. Skybound X Number Twenty Five. Stray Dogs. Uh, Dog Days Trade Paperback. Uh, the Walking Dead Deluxe Volume or The Walking Dead Deluxe Number Forty Three. It's very deluxe. And that's the end of the uh, uh, IDW and Image Comics. Nice. <coughs> Marvel Comics, we have 
uh, Avengers, X Men, and Eternals Judgment Day one of six. <laughs> Starting uh, a ton of variants for that. Alien Annual number one. That's um, and then Amazing Spider-Man Epic Collection Volume 8, Man-Wolf at Midnight Trade Paperback, um, Avengers 58, uh, Deadpool Bad Blood number 3, Defenders Beyond number 1, a uh, bunch of variants for that, Iron Man 21, Knights of X number 4, uh, Maestro World War, M505, so that is going to be coming to an end, um... A variant for that. Marvel Masterworks Spectacular Spider-Man Volume 5 hardcover. And then some variants for that. Marvel's 12, number 12. Miles Morales Spider-Man 40. And then some variants. Moon Knight Black White Blood, number 3. Um, New Fantastic Four, number 205. New Mutants Epic Collection, Volume 8. End of the beginning, Trade Perfect. So I don't know if you guys remember. Um, so if you remember like Daredevil Yellow, Captain America White. Uh, so Tim Sale is the guy who started that. He actually recently passed away. Oh, no way. Mm. Yeah. Uh, that sucks. Yeah, yeah. Super sad. Uh, we had him on the show once, so. Oh, th- that must have been before me. Yeah, it was uh, our first year at Denver. Oh, okay, yeah. When we well first met Mark Brooks. Uh, New Mutants Epic Collection Volume 8, The End of the Beginning, uh, Savage Spider-Man number 505, uh, Shang-Chi and the Ten Rings number 1, and then a ton ton of variants for that she hulk number five spider gwen gwenverse 405 uh star wars number 25 a bunch of variants star wars darth vader number 25 uh some variants star wars han solo and chewbacca number four some variants for that uh venom lethal number lethal protector number four of five x lit lives of wolverine x deaths of wolverine hardcover and that's uh what we got going on for marvel and then for Titan Comics, we have Frank Lee after Alcatraz hardcover, Michael Morlock Library, Elric Bane of the Black Sword hardcover, uh, Negaloid, the God of Network hardcover, Official Horizon Zero, uh, Official Horizon Zero Dawn coloring book, uh, then Star Trek Genesis trilogy anniversary special hardcover not gonna lie i kind of so, love that coloring book yeah right that's what i was thinking <laughs> i hadn't been looking for this but Nerds. i had to see what the the defenders and? beyond were so the defenders beyond <coughs> is a is nothing to do with regular defenders it's just a brand new team oh cool and uh let me t- let me tell about this fun team because this is wild um so we have so dr strange sends a message from beyond the grave and the team is uh, as follows. So we have Blue Marvel, America Chavez, uh, Tia, Galactus's mom, Galactus, and Loki. So they're like trying to save reality itself. Interesting. So very interesting. I'm confused. So Galactus's mom. Mm-hmm. But Galactus is a being who came from a different universe after his universe was destroyed and he became Galactus because his universe was destroyed and saved. Maybe he was looking for his mom. I don't know. <laughs> so is his, this like... I have no idea. Did his mom just go on vacation to a different universe and <laughs> okay. after he was born? I'm a little behind, so I don't know. No idea. I'm just trying to figure out the logistics. I didn't know Did Galactus birth had his mom? own mom? I, you know, there's probably a really good explanation in the comics 
that makes no sense logically because that's how comics work. But I don't know what it is. I'm just going to assume that... Am I echoey? Uh, no, it's you hearing yourself. Oh, okay. Through the, um, it's not as bad as if you like push your headphones. Oh, uh, I'm just going to assume that he birthed his own mom. Yeah. He, <laughs> because comic books. Yeah, a- absolutely. Uh, so that, that, yeah, there's just a lot of fun stuff coming out this week, guys. So go to your local comic book shop uh, and support them. If you are not sure if you have one, Google's a friend, man. There are people out there. Support your locals, you know, buy a ton of stuff from them and just, you know, read. It's healthy for you. Good for the brain. Keeps you from chugging a whole can of flaming Hot Mountain Dew. <laughs> yeah yeah all, all right. right yeah if, if only i had read more comics if all only right. well with the end of the comics list uh we're gonna take a break real quick and we're gonna have a person that's our sponsor tell you about something very important and that's already, coming up do we already take right a now All right. All right. So, <laughs> be back. Uh, you like that break that told us about that ad and stuff and things that uh, Steve it definitely inserted right there for mm-hmm. that thing that we want to talk about? I, I loved it so much. Yeah. Go buy that product that we inserted in that break. <coughs> cool. So, next up. Wow. Uh <laughs> just wow uh um yeah so just so you guys know so it sounds like that daredevil and kingpin are potentially joining marvel's uh echo it's pretty obvious you know niece of kingpin uh daredevil doesn't like kingpin echo and daredevil are probably gonna make out that'll be cool um and then clerks three trailer came out this week really really oh yeah really really excited I, I mean, didn't actually get to watch the trailer. You really need to explain. Just watch. It. Um, we did mention it on the nerdy news break that it was coming out. So, dude. So, uh, so the Clerks and Jane Silent Bob are making a movie together about Clerks. Oh my gosh. Oh really? Yeah. Oh, that's what it is. Yep. And it's gonna get so meta that they're gonna start yep. going into the metaverse. Yep. Uh, I'm this just, is gonna be the metaverse of madness. I'm I'm really excited because Jade Silent Bob are gonna be at uh Fandex. So Ooh. I'm like really, really, really excited. Hundred percent we gotta go to the panel. Uh yeah. it's yeah. the only panel we need to go to. Like, yeah. Like <laughs> stuff. Like cool. screw Steven Amell and Jason Todd. <laughs> well, see, you can do those like special passes to sit up in the front. Oh yeah. And we got the VIP too, so. Yeah, that's true. Uh Anyways, so we're going to go ahead and we're going to briefly talk about Umbrella Academy. If you haven't watched it, you're going to want to pause it, fast forward it. Specifically. Probably so Boys review. You're, you're <coughs> getting two reviews in one, folks. Yeah. This is two like one of those little like those little packs you buy at the store. Buy one, get it, one free. And it's got like 20% a, more. No, no. It's got like a little, a little, like, you buy like a deodorant. It's got another little baby deodorant attached to it. <laughs> oh, yeah. That's what this review is going to be like. Yeah. Yeah, so, so it's like it's like those those you know, fruity tropical alcohol drinks with the little umbrella in it. Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh-huh. 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 So uh, uh-huh. I wish we had more time to review the Umbrella Academy. We're a little late to it, but we still wanted to give you guys our input on it. Yeah, because there was another thing that happened during the break. 
Yeah. Um, <laughs> man, there was so much that came out during the break. So, I mean, yeah, to be fair, real. it says it's still number two on Netflix. It is. So um, it's still prevalent. It, it was yes. still, fi- I mean, it was still neck and neck with, uh, it was still Stranger neck things. and neck with Stranger Things. Which says a lot, too. Yeah. So, so Stranger Things. Is, like, the season wasn't that great, but we'll go ahead and we'll talk about that next week. No, no, I know. I was saying, I'm just going to, Stranger Things displaced, like, became like the top thing. And then Umbrella Academy came out, and for like two weeks, it knocked it out of its number one slot. Mm-hmm. But then Stranger Things came out with its other the part. The other part. And did the same um, thing back. That's they, they probably did that on purpose to get all their subscribers back. Anyway, so we're going to go ahead. And I think <laughs> we should... What do we want to rate this out of? Um, bells. How about Bells? What, what's his name? Chris? Oh, the cube? Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, his name's Chris. Bring out of cubes. <laughs> uh, if we want to go for a story, I vote Bells. Missing arms. Yeah, missing arms. Missing arms, bells. Four fingers. Guardians. Uh, <laughs> stolen children. <laughs> how about... Google blitzed children. Yeah, how about backstabbed children? Oh, oh yeah. yeah, for real. Yeah. Um. Gosh. A lot, a lot of choices, a lot of choices. How about cockroach fathers? Yeah. Jeez. Yeah. Well... We'll put it out of whatever you want it. Uh, <laughs> bus ball accidents. See, bus ball. <laughs> yeah. You know, what? Okay, let's let's do this. Let's do it for uh, never aging pugs. <laughs> so yeah, we'll just do we'll just okay. never ending pu- the never aging pugs. Um, it's definitely it was a good season. It probably wasn't my favorite. I'm gonna say. Four out of five never-ending, uh, never-dying pugs. Yeah, I'm. A, I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go four point five bus ball incidents. <laughs> he, he survived the fifth one, so just point five. I am going to go with. Hail uh, Hydra. Uh, I am going to go with. Yeah, I'm going to go with four out of five being betrayed by the one the one person in this world you love. <laughs> which happened to two different people so yeah yep yep um i will also give it four out of five kugel blitzes actually you know what i'm gonna i'm gonna K- change my writing system i'm gonna put uh ripping my own tattoo off <laughs> yeah, <there you> <laughs> yeah that's a pretty good one so <coughs> how about uh how about out of tattoo how about out of tattoo chimps <laughs> Dude, yeah, biker so, chimps, tattoo biker chimps with the British accents. <laughs> yes, hyper intelligent tattoo chimps with the biker, <laughs> biker with and a that, biker girlfriend that lives in a trailer with biker girlfriends that live in trailers. Yes, in the woods. <laughs> and here's the thing: the great thing about Umbrella Academy is that's like the normal thing. This, yeah, that's the, like not the weirdest thing. Not even by yeah, that's, that's not pretty, even by any mark. Yeah, that's the chill moment. So I I want to go ahead and address this right off the bat because I know we can probably talk about this extensively, and I was worried about it at first. Right? Let's let's talk about the Elliot Page situation, right? Right. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, it was the big thing. People were like, "Well, how are they going to do this?" Like, obviously, Gerard way we wrote it, Vanya stayed Vanya throughout the entire comic, mm-hmm. from my understanding, and so like this kind of threw the whole thing through a loop, right? And so it was... I, uh, I thought they they weaved it in pretty smoothly, honestly. They did, they did. They kind of... 
the only thing that irritated me is they brought it up a little too much afterwards. And we're like, we, we get the point, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Like, like we, Victor. Well, well, it was, it was just, it was just like, like they had to bring it up again because Luther wasn't there the first time. Right. Well, so all those, confused. all those times make sense, right? Yeah. yeah. But then after that, it felt like they didn't really bring it up again. There was a couple times where it was like, like obvious and we're like, okay. Like to me, it felt like, Elliot Page as a person is very, uh, I guess, outspoken about yeah. those political views. And so I felt like that was their way, his way of like enforcing that. However, overall, I think the writing of it did really well for it. Yeah. Well, you know, and they sure. did it in a very un- Umbrella Academy way. Yeah, they did. Vanya had a mental breakdown, you know, getting self-realization after, I don't know, destroying the world twice, which is something one would... And then falling yeah. in love with someone in the past and having to leave them. Yeah, you know, yeah. you tend to think about things about who am I, what am I, why am I? I'm yeah. in a hotel that stands outside of time. Um, well, see, yeah, I think, I think they went a little overboard with it. Or like, let's find a, like I don't care what they do with the character. That's not a big deal to me. What the big deal is is like at a certain point it's congratulating Elliot Page and not like doing anything for the character. Right. And that's and that's what I'm talking that's, about. There were there are instances where they did that. However, the initial dress addressing of it felt yeah. really good cuz they're like, "Oh, uh, I'm Victor now." And they're like, "That's cool. Back to uh the world getting destroyed." You know, yeah, like yeah. just and then Luther's uh I think Luther's reaction to it was like was favorite. it? Yeah, yeah, no, that was that was so wholesome, and, they, and it felt genuine too. Yeah, it, yeah. it did feel genuine because like the character, some of the characters are like, okay, yeah, it's, <laughs> it's a yeah. thing, yeah, okay, yeah, just yeah. like the the support, for, yeah, like yeah, the for him, the, for him. the transition from Vanya to Victor felt kosher, and then the way the siblings hand it felt kosher, yeah, um, very, very especially wholesome. when they have Klaus as a brother. So like, they're yeah. kind of used to that's it, probably but, like they're like, okay. Like, yeah, it's it's Monday morning. Have you seen yeah. what Klaus has done this yeah. week? <laughs> yeah, Klaus is still the quote unquote weird. You know, one. like yeah, Klaus discovered he can't die on Tuesday, <laughs> and his mother was a and playing uh, bus ball. His mother was Amish. Man, so so they did. Yeah, so they did some interesting things with this, especially with Klaus. Yeah, they kind yeah. of powered them a little bit differently than they do in the comics, because in the comics, like Klaus flies in, like in the first issue. He floats in like he can fly, yeah, with mm-hmm. his telekinetic yeah. powers that he doesn't have in this series. Mm-hmm. Yeah, not yet, not yet at least. He might have them later. Yeah, we'll see. but um, so yeah, the whole Vanya Victor thing. I liked how they did it. Mm-hmm. They just kept that thing going on a little too long when it was unnecessary. Yeah. I think they held it a touch too long, but um, it could have been worse. It, it could, it could absolutely have. could have. And I'm I was not... expecting it to be really, really bad. Mm-hmm. I kind of was too. To be <clears throat> a real life sweet thing, though, that I read that I thought was really nice is the actress who plays Lila. She mm-hmm. actually helped Elliot make an online dating profile. Like the two of them, like really bonded yeah, this season. Run, so. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. And I was which like, that's is, actually really sweet. Which is funny because I want to talk about that. So when I first started the series, I was like, "Luther's a total tool. F that guy. Like someone should beat him up." And <laughs> now I'm like Alice. I'm like, dude, someone should just straight up shoot effing Alice. Dude, agreed. She is so selfish. Yeah, so she self-centered. Was, she was pretty bad. This like season. this entire time, like you think Vanya and Luther are kind of like these two bad guys in the group, 
And it turns out that Allison's always kind of been selfish in that she's always been like this virtue signaling hero. And I'm starting to think that maybe everything that uh, she did in the Dallas story arc was just to kind of like wash away her sins of rumoring everyone, including her child. She never really yeah. cared about her child. When did once in Dallas did she talk about that? And then uh, like spoiler. at the very beginning, like when she first got yeah. teleported there, she never cared. Yeah, no, it, I so agree. And then when she does, she's like cares about that Harlem uh, erase the chance of her daughter being born by like killing all the mothers, you know, all like because if you remember in the first issue, there's 46. Right. But then when they came back, there's only 16. So he killed 30 something people from being born. Harlan. Did. Oh, I, I I think he only killed the mothers of the. Oh umbrellas. no, he killed, he killed yeah, more than that. So the numbers changed, aware. right? So at the very beginning of the se- season one, there's 46 that were born on October 1st, 1989. Oh, okay. And this third, you know, when the Kugelblicks happened, only 17. But the only ones that he kills are the only ones he's aware of because then Ben would have died too. No, he, con- he has connections to all of the ones that were born on that day. Yeah, but still enough so, of them were born. Right, only 17 were born. Right, but it, that wouldn't explain why Ben was born then. Because he didn't know about Ben. Right, so it... Yeah. It, so apparently they're going to cover that in like the fourth book, or after Gerard Way goes in there. Yeah. Because it's going to be called Sparrow Academy, it's going to cover the other yeah. Yeah. 30-some children that weren't part of Sparrow Academy or Umbrella Academy. Yeah, or they yeah, could. It might have been a different number between the comics and the show. I, yeah, I don't remember. So re rewatch the first episode the, of the, season the one, thing, and then rewatch the first episode of season three. Yeah. The numbers are different. Yeah, um, the the important thing is that their mothers were killed. The umbrellas' mothers were killed, and yeah. they still existed. Thus so, so creating the so Claire house. Claire doesn't exist, right? But when the remaking of the universe happens, Claire remakes his daughter to be. Her new husband's right. daughter, but the whole her whole thing was, was like you made it to where my daughter never existed. So the question is 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 that her original player or is that just a player that she made up that's in her image of perfection that she sees in her head? Or is Ray a hallucination? Because this entire season, anytime we see Ray, it's a hallucination of Allison. That's so is true. she is she hallucinating the entire thing? And she's she doesn't show up with the rest of the umbrellas and sparrows. She's not in the elevator. Neither is Sloane. So Sloane and her are separated from the rest of the group for some reason. Allison makes sense because she's the one that hit the button at the end. But like, why is Sloane missing? Uh, I think it's that that mother thing, and not only that too. Like, Allison's selfish, and she loved Luther, so she wants to have her cake and eat it too. Yeah. Well, and I, I think because whoever I think presses the button goes into their desired reality. Um, so, like, I, I think she's in, like, a separate reality because she's the one that hit the button. So she's in her reality where she gets her, her you know, her beloved and her daughter back. And then everybody else is stuck in the reality that uh, Reginald set up where he basically is the ruler of the world it looks like yeah with his not dead Um, wife yes so i guess i liked how they addressed even more strongly that he's an alien like he's not oh yeah 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 he's not like a 
And he's he's, he's kinda, not just like he's a, kind of a powerful alien too. He totally he just freaking wrecked Luther. So, oh yeah. Which I, to be fair was a sucker I also punch. Like how still. they also they didn't make him a bad guy, but they made him a bad guy. Oh he right? he is a bad guy. So like well here, here's the thing, like so he this is a sociopath. <laughs> so this version was a, a much loving and kinder father, but he was willing to do whatever it took to get his wife back. Well, However, that, I think the, the other thing, Reginald though, he was he was trying to put on an image of him being a more loving and kind father, but really it's all to more effectively manipulate the spare. I, I think he actually genuinely like enjoyed and loved Klaus and spending time with him. I don't think so. I think he, I think he did. I think that was all an act. I don't think so. I, I think it was all th- an act, but when push comes to shove, his uh, desires for what he wanted always became that. Where the other Reginald from the Umbrella Academy wasn't showing love and affection, but his duty to protect his children would overcome his ability to get what he wanted, right? So it's like they're the same coin, but polar opposites. So Sparrow Academy Umbrella, the Sparrow Academy Reginald loved his children and gave them affection, but would sacrifice them to his ends where the other one was cold distant and cut off, but would be willing to protect his children at well, all costs. They were both cold distant and cut off though. Yeah. The only difference was that the only difference was that this Reginald had fired his basically his conscience, which was Pogo. Which was Pogo. Right. I think he loved Klaus like Omni Man loved his wife. He treats him like a pet. Yeah, you yeah, can like love pets. and care about your pet, but you can still <laughs> Right, but if but you remember he, he made grace to show affection Right, because he didn't have the ability to. That's why he made grace. So grace is a reflection of his love for his children. Yeah. Uh, again, I I still think it's all a means to an end for him. Um, yeah, <coughs> it seemed like it seemed more like he was interested in Klaus as an experiment, like a as a. He was wow, fascinating. What if what a freaky experiment? Like, I wonder what else I can get him to do. Um, first of all, can we say that uh, Vacation Five is the best? iteration of oh five my god <laughs> <laughs> five is the best he has always been my favorite he yeah. continues to be yes. my favorite anytime so anything bad happens they just need to listen to five so number five and klaus are still my favorite characters oh 100 oh, yeah. uh and same, same. the fact that they had like their own story arc together was just like the the road trip the road trip that basically didn't matter yeah you tricked me i know i did but you wouldn't have come no you're right i wouldn't (laughs) and the the crazy thing is is like klaus is actually focused on something that matters and five's like i want to see a giant ball of twine (laughs) it's like they they, like switched roles for a second i loved it oh that was great the, the twist that Five was actually the leader of the organization that was giving them so Dude, much hell in the oh first two seasons. Oh my gosh! But that, so that completely makes sense because he's the one with like actual time travel ability. Yeah, right. But that's crazy. So like the whole time the handler's hunting him because he's hunting he himself. himself told him that you know like. I mean, it's I, I think it's because he has to like complete the loop. Right, which makes sense on like how the handler found him in that area because himself was, was like, "Yo, go get me from this time." Also, can yeah, you course, pick up my mannequin wife too? Can you get my mannequin <laughs> wife? Yeah, of course, future him would know where um, he would be. Yeah, this this is honestly one of my favorite Netflix series. Um, oh, it's it's phenomenal. It sucks yeah, that we have so to good. wait so long for the fourth one because yeah, Gerard Way is writing yeah. for it. Uh, so we ba- and he yeah. like it's basically two stories at this point. Like it has similarities, but oh, yeah, they've the, the yeah. comics diverted. And the show have really 
branched so off. So I, I wonder if they're going to do, because Gerard Way's fourth book, it's going to be called Sparrow Academy, right? And it's covering mm-hmm. all the other heroes or special born. Superpowered people. Uh, yeah. On there. So I wonder if Netflix is going to wait for him to finish that and then do that, or if they're going to work together in writing the fourth book and kind of push them out at the same time. Well, the thing is, like, let's let's hope that Gerard Way writes these a touch faster. Because <laughs> he's not when, George R. R. Martin. Uh, oh, thank he, God. He's almost thank as God bad. For that. <laughs> he's almost as bad because the first two, the so the first one came out, then a couple years later, the second one came out, right? Yeah, then 13 years later, the next part came out. <laughs> and that, that was right around when Netflix picked it up. Mm-hmm. So, like, it's been a while. Like, it's not even the same for our way. Like, yeah. Yeah. So, we just got to get Netflix to drop it and then pick it up again. Actually, like, no, what we need to do is we need uh, My Colorado Romance to break up again. Because <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> that's we, what happened. They broke was, up and then we got Umbrella Academy. Uh, because he's yeah. like, no, I need a different outlet for my emo. <laughs> no, no, no. That was, that was when we got. Oh, that, that's when we got the second series. Oh, yeah. This is when they broke up. Oh, oh well. well that's uh, so funny. <laughs> and then, they, then he waited like forever and then yeah. finally put out a third part. Either yeah. way, guys, it's a really fantastic series. I 100% recommend it. Uh, I Every think, season is great for different reasons. I think the oh, yeah. Dallas story arc is still my favorite. Just Agreed. Because, yeah. yeah. I like this one more than Dallas, to be honest. I, that's I, fair. I think for it's me, it was just because like, we saw a lot of the story, like, internal development for klaus especially after dealing with losing his uh you know his true love like he experienced that and luther grew a backbone yeah yeah so yeah. uh luther had a great season this season you know and and, and not only that too Him like sloan are adorable i i like that what they love did with it. harlan now i thought harlan was gonna play a bigger role in the third season and i have to say it like really effing pisses me off because like allison saw harlan as like this you know, autistic kid who's been burdened it like poisoned by Vanya, by the way, with her powers. And he never meant to kill anyone. And all he wanted to do is get rid of his powers. And not only that, like he lived his entire life with autism and this power he can't control. Yeah. Like that's a terrible way to live. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Like... It's like his own hell. And then he doesn't see you for 50 something years. And then you show up and kill him. Like, I am sorry. Like I, I really hope Allison gets murdered. Like I want her, and, and I want I want Luther to do it. Honestly, like I want he forgave her so easily. She was just like, "Hey, I'm sorry that I like uh, sexually assaulted you," and he's like, "Oh, it's fine, fam." And Dude, it's like, she, "No, it's really she not." Basically, like she was getting mad at him for making him. I don't want to say rape her, but it's just like. No, it was sexual assault. Like it was one hundred percent. That's, that's yeah, what it was. She was raping Luther, and they it's got mad at not, him. It's sexual assault. Big difference. Okay. But she was about to rape Luther and then she got mad at him for it. And it's just like, dude. And then she's like, yeah, uh, sorry, I did that. And he's like, oh, it's okay. I'm like, no, actually it's not. Yeah. Be mad. Be mad, man. So <laughs> like she sexually assaulted someone. She uh, changed reality and she murdered someone for something that they had zero control over. Yeah. For like having a neurological condition. Like she's, I'm and, sorry. And I, and I will say like, 
I, I am in no way going to defend her actions, but I will say, like, from a character writing standpoint, it makes sense why she acted the way that she oh, did no, this I season. Oh, no, I absolutely agree. Definitely makes, solid character writing. It makes sense. It, like, but she's yeah, was, a... The, it was, the it actress... to see sometimes. The actress herself was phenomenal. Oh, she did oh, yeah. great. She, did she great. played the character, oh, yeah. like, so good. Frankly, I hope she doesn't get death threats in the, real life. Actually, you know what? People I, do that nowadays. <laughs> There is a, so there is a Just thing to bring up too. too good I would, I would take death threats as a compliment. Like, oh man, I really did this role. Yeah, good. She, that means she nailed it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. There is something we should bring up though. So, where is the other uh, Ben? Oh yeah, yeah, he should be too. Yeah. Which which Ben is it? Is it no no? It, it's Umbrella Academy. Essay Ben. Yeah. Right. And where is Umbrella Academy Ben? Because like, he's in Seoul. Because that's where he was born. Because it's the right. same train oh, as yeah, his yeah, mom from the, the beginning. Train. Right, right. Yeah. No, no, no. But I'm saying, where is the one that we didn't get? Because we've got the rest of the Umbrella Academy that popped up. Mm-hmm. Right. So Ben died and when Vanya killed him in her No, he died Dallas. from the Jennifer incident, which we still don't know what yeah, that is. Still haven't, it still so, hasn't been Right, explained. so he's died three, he's died two times, right? So he, his soul died in... Oh yeah, his soul moved on. Yeah. Huh. Yeah, that, yeah, that was just like his soul being at peace and finally going to... Moving, the, yeah. Yes. But, like, so, but that, I don't know, it just seems like that character has to come back almost because, yeah. like, there's none of them that can move on. Because so if these guys could move on, they would have already done that. <laughs> so like, he's, uh, they yeah. really try every time, too. So that, that like, we're done saving the world, and then they can't move on yeah for whatever reason so the actor that played ben said he had a really hard time playing this iteration of ben because it, like it was a completely different characteristics which i don't yeah. know if you guys noticed yeah at the end of season two he had the emo bangs and then beginning of the season completely different hairstyle i did not notice. i that, did not honest. notice that i didn't notice <laughs> that either that's yeah. that's actually really, we, we really only, cool we only noticed that because um at the end when they first run into the sparrow academy Right, like the silhouettes completely different in the background, and when they get to Dallas when they first get there, and Ben had like the emo like my chemical romance face. <laughs> and then for some reason, they changed the hairstyles and the different silhouettes. So I'm thinking they like they like looked at and like man, the haircut's cringy. So they they changed it up and like hopefully no one notices. But, uh, or it was air. or it was an intentional, and that was like, a completely different timeline. It literally picks up seconds after the. the yeah, but maybe we got the. Maybe there's two timelines. We that don't start know there. what happened in between this, the last episode and the first episode of this one. If it's a different timeline, just saying. There, timey wimey wibbly wobbly. <laughs> All right. Anyways, so if you haven't seen Umbrella Academy, you want to go ahead and you want to watch that. It's a fantastic. Um, pick up the books, read it. It's a it's a great show. You get it two different stories, which, in my opinion, is the best way to adapt something. Yeah. Is to tell the story just differently. The family yeah. that ends yeah. the world. Yeah, and they, multiple it, times. And family trauma. <laughs> Yeah, I think that well, this time they true. ended the universe. Ended the universe. Hey, yeah, if you, if you they one up themselves. If you think your dad's bad, try having a space bug as a dad. <clears throat> Season four, they're going to jump into Archie Comics and end that universe. Oh, God. <laughs> Thank oh, God. And they're going to hop over to DC Marvel oh, and oh, all oh, those whoa, universes. Whoa, 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 whoa. <laughs> and then they'll hop into Sonic. Okay, that one. Well, you that, that's part of Archie. <laughs> that one, yeah, that one we get rid Fast of, too. Furious. <laughs> well, I, I guess they could hop into the video game Sonic Universe and end that one, too, just for posterity. Oh, okay. All right. Anyways, we're going to go ahead and move on to our main topic. Um, yeah. So, our main topic, yet another series that is about a comic. It's different from the comic, and that's really good. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So, um, 
This one comes with a warning, though. I don't know if we have a yeah. siren. Um, uh, we don't need an air raid siren. I think there was a spoiler alert. <laughs> uh, <laughs> there, was, there was an alert for spoiler alert. But uh, So we want to make this, again, myself. very, very clear, like we did at the beginning of the episode. Um, the Boys is not a family-friendly show. It's very graphic in its violence. Also, in, in um, its uh, uh, representation of uh, sexuality. So... Major adult themes, y'all. Yeah, it's it's major adult themes, 18 plus, 100%. It crosses a lot of lines um, for a lot of people. Yep, here's your warning. Jake is wrong! <laughs> yes. Uh, so I would this hope is, I'm this right is, in this case. Um, this series... Yeah, you're, you're actually right in this No, case. he's got a face tat, so he's wrong. Uh, <laughs> this series cool. is really not hey, for kids. Have your three-year-olds so, watch it, then. <laughs> uh, this series is not for kids. I wouldn't suggest this for anybody... Under the age of 18, just saying that right off the bat. Because you're, you're so right, Matt. Thank you. Thanks. Thanks. <laughs> Good. Thank you. Thank you for validating me, I Kyle. Hope, I appreciate I that. Who has I hope someone, someone clears you. Who has the face tat? <laughs> that was the deal. We told you that from the top. You willingly drank uh, Mountain Dew Flaming Hot. No. Willingly? Willingly is a strong word. You, you tricked us. Uh, now, to, be fair, to be fair, I I chugged one because Kyle of peer pressure. <laughs> but like I said, Jake, remember when you get in the face that I gave you? I told you exactly what I was going to do. <laughs> I told you I was going to make fun of you, and I'm forever, doing it, and I'm doing it now. Yeah, I mean, I'm I'm going to be miserable tonight, but at least the Mountain Dew goes away. <laughs> True. <laughs> True, but you know what's probably not going to go away. The boys. Uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, so it's not for oh, adults. Man. Also, if you want to watch it and you haven't. Uh, pause the episode. It's only eight episodes. Uh, watch it and then come back and for see season three. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so what do we want to rate this out of? And then we're gonna we're gonna not gonna talk about one particular episode too much for obvious reasons. It's called Hero Gasm. We're only gonna say that uh, love okay. sausage explosions and people getting spread across. No, I mean it was, yeah. So it, it there you go. I will also <laughs> mention. That it was worse than the comics because it was a six issue like side series. <coughs> oh my god! No really? Way. Yeah. yeah. So here's here's the thing. Wow. It was a, it was it, instead of a, like trying to prevent anything, they were going to this thing. It wasn't at just some house. It was at like a deserted island. <laughs> oh man! And it the was, comics are worse, right? On like oh, every yeah. level. Here, here's the okay. thing. Let's just yeah. be glad we didn't get it in live action. Um. So what do we want to rate it out of? Okay. Uh. Yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> oh man. Uh, shoot. There's so many things. <laughs> right. Uh, exploding heads. I mean, there was a lot of those. Um. Buckets tiny men in cocaine bags. Buckets of milk. Buckets of milk. <laughs> That wasn't so that was fresh. That wasn't the weirdest <laughs> thing though, honestly. People do that. So that was the most normal thing. Uh cartoon hallucinations. Oh my gosh. Yeah, that might be a good, a good one. That was a good one. All right, cartoon one. hallucinations. Uh, hallucination cartoon hallucination <coughs> animals. Uh, uh okay, so I'm gonna say four point five. Like I don't normally I've been normally I don't rate things really high. Uh but the Boys season three gets four point five out of five cartoon hallucinations. I liked the way they are going about this um, because they play with your expectations really well. 
So I'm doing 4.5 as well. That actually is something good to me. I'm, I'm doing 5 out of 5. Okay. Okay. The season nailed it. Absolutely. Uh, my rating is question mark because... So the gore I can handle. Right. The gore I can handle fine. But this show is borderline unwatchable for me because like I can't watch shows like Breaking Bad or The Walking Dead where like excuse my French but like literally everyone is an asshole because I don't care yeah I it's hard for me to care when like a new character comes along I'm like okay they're either an idiot and gonna die or they're an asshole so this show is yeah. borderline for me so Kyle gives me the if play by play if you want to get immune to that we could just have lunch or something <laughs> <laughs> You're charismatic. I'll give you that. So I like you. you Homelander's pretty charismatic too. That is say, true. Are you but like, like, are you like soldier boying me right now? <laughs> <laughs> but like, so Kyle gives me the play by play. I have the only part of season three I've seen is the last half of the last episode because Kyle had me watch yeah, it. I, I had to show it because the story to me is interesting and it's interesting, but everything is just so awful so, that I can't. Yeah, it's, I will, yeah, it's pretty <laughs> I will, intense. I will tell you some stuff that, like, let me tell you some stuff that it differs from. So there's some stuff that's not going to happen that happens in the comics. Just quick, just fast. Oh, God. So, oh, yeah, no, it's, it's fascinating to me. I just oh, yeah. don't want to watch it. No, no, so, like, <laughs> you so, really should. So though. in the comics, in the comics, Black Noir is the... Um, is Billy Butch's brother, right? no. Black Noir is a, he's a, in the comics, he's a uh, clone of Homelander. And he's the one that does the worst things that Homelander's, uh, like, blamed for. So, So to to pause that real quick, Alexis says uh, 4.25. Or 0.25. So nice. So in the in the comics, yeah, he, the thing that he Homelander Allison's Billy Butcher's wife in the yeah in the comics, yeah, you totally the, the thing that Homelander gets in trouble for is these pictures come out of him eating babies. <laughs> oh God! And like literally eating children. It turns out that he didn't do that. He also didn't. Uh, he didn't do the thing with Starlight from the first thing. So in the fir- in the other in the comics, the Starlight thing with. Um, the, the deep, deep. Mm-hmm. yeah, that happens with three people. Oh, it happens with Black Noir, Homelander, and the Deep. Lovely, at once? Not, no, not, not the Deep. Um, no, it was a uh, train. A train. That's right. Ooh. So it happens with those three. Wow, it happens with all three of them at once, and it turns out that also was not uh, Homelander. That was uh, Black Noir. Black Noir, and then Black Noir again. Wow. Yeah. Huh. So to put it. Uh, Amazon toned it down for television. Yes, which is crazy because of like how nuts they get with this thing. Yeah, like, isn't the yeah. writer like kind of legit borderline crazy too? I mean, you kind of gotta be a little. Yeah, bit, I right? know. So <laughs> yeah, what I, what, this series. Yeah. What I really love about this is about this about this one um, is you both. So. Huey finally comes to the realization that playing the nice guy is not going to get the job done, right? Everyone's kind of come to that uh, pivotal moment where, yeah, like, and you well in the first episode, like, he you still think <clears throat> he's gonna like he's, you yeah. think he's pulled it off, yeah. So it's like the only option is to kill them, right? Like that's it. if you're a bad soup, you die. That's the choice. Yeah, I mean, really, Huey like, comes to that that's option like a running thing because like, like Kimiko has a moment like that, Starlight has a moment like that, right? Uh, and uh, basically, like, Billy Butcher's methods are correct. However, 
uh, you necessary. S- you start to develop sympathy for Billy Butcher and why, yeah. like he's a monster made and not uh, born, much like Homelander, yeah, right? Very, very much has turned into his father. Right, he's doing a lot which of is uh, that his father used to do to him. Which, first of all, I love the dad and stepdad moment. First of all, there, there's a we'll we'll get to that later in the last episode. I really love that. Um, but then you also start to realize that the the boys itself is uh, that Billy Butcher's methods on how to get things done, although they agree, they don't agree with right. So it's kind of a they've they've all gotten to a point of like. They're a team. They need to be a team. And they're legitimate now, too. Like, they work for the CIA. Like, they have dental. They didn't have dental. They now do. <laughs> yeah. uh, Frenchie made it very clear that he wants dental. Yep. Which, That's right. out of all things to complain about your boss after getting you shot and almost killed, uh, voting on a team, I could understand, but I'm really I'm, emphasizing that he wanted a dental plan. Yeah. Like it's also funny that the, the, at the that the um the like the druggy character is like I need dental. It's like do you have teeth? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Are they uh, still real? But it is, the season's also like really really sad because it seems like yeah. nothing got accomplished this season at all. Like yeah. if anything, no they things got, got worse. They got way yep. worse, and they were so close to getting it done. Um. I think the only thing that actually the one thing that did happen is Billy Butcher as a character got redeemed in his own partially, way. Yeah. Partially. Yeah, partially. Uh well also probably the most wholesome character of the show has now been corrupted. Which oh, is absolutely. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. So that smile at in the very yeah. last thing. So that you <laughs> I, Gosh, yeah, that man. that was heart wrenching. So And I, that's why I say that Billy Butcher's redemption is partial because Really, that happened because of the wedge that Billy drove between him and the kid. But so he, he was trying he did to, protect to protect him, him. And, but Ryan that was that. not the way to do it. So and that's and now he's oh, yeah. been driven yeah, into so the arms I, of the enemy. I want to. The the season's very politically charged, right? And and it's it makes it very apparent on how obviously like extreme left and right and how ridiculous it is and comical yeah. it is because you're like, yeah. there's no way this, like this is fantasy. And they make it so outrageous, but at the same time, believable. It's very realistic. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Ex- yeah like, like let, let's let's be honest, right? Like, if you're extreme, super right, where you think that Donald Trump is Jesus Christ himself, because there are people who think that. Right? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Like, I not that I, you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, I'm a little more politically right than most people. You know, I'm I'm kind of in the middle, but. All I'm saying is, though, is when Holander killed that guy, there are people so far right that if a conservative politician shot someone on the left, they would probably cheer, right? Mm-hmm. Well, yeah. well, I mean, the thing is that it doesn't necessarily have to be a conservative or Democrat. It's the same thing. Right. Where they yeah. go, yeah, my guy can't do anything wrong. Yeah, the, the point is, yeah, like, the, the political discourse in our country has gotten to the point where one side does not even view the other as human anymore. Yeah, so like it just it's just like that, bad. just like the left. Like if, for example, if Starlight killed someone on like the pro Homelander side, they'd be in the same boat. With cheering. Exactly, they'd be cheering. Exactly. Yeah. So it, it it's it, both it's, equally it's, terrible. It's crazy how the allegory matches up. But uh, the point I'm trying to make is, it seems like in this series is cra- unhinged that a Homelander is. He's actually been somewhat. Of a good dad, in some 
In a lot of ways, he's a better parent than Billy. Yeah. Not that is, that's a high bar. That's, but. Like, that's, cra- that's great. So, that's yeah. a super low bar. So that, that's, yeah. that's, my, so yeah. that's, that's one of my favorite parts, right? So Soldier Boy, when Grandpa knocks his son out, his grandson Oh my out. God, that scene with like, <laughs> that's one of the very few I've seen. But like where he goes up, he goes, oh, if I only raised you, you wouldn't be so weak. And he's like, weak? Yeah. Like so that's the crazy thing is like he yeah. said that he would not do that because that's what his dad did to him. Mm-hmm. And he did what his dad did to him. It's right? the cycle he, of yeah. abuse. Right. Yep. Someone has and to break so the cycle. The crazy thing is though is Homelander really wants to break that cycle, right? Like I think deep down inside Homelander doesn't want to be as messed up as he is, but he's just been conditioned. <laughs> he doesn't like, know any, he doesn't even have a name, right? Like Homelander doesn't have a name. Yeah, his, his name is Homelander. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah. So so he Long, long story short is like when Soldier Boy hits his grandson and knocks him out, Homelander and Billy Butcher go into dad mode and like they become on the same team and it's no longer about their yeah. vendetta, but it's about protecting their kid. Yeah, don't they like look at each other like, I guess this is what it is now. Yeah, and, and I think Homelander could have killed them, but I think Homelander has enough respect for Billy Butcher knowing that he cares about Ryan that I don't think he'll ever kill him. I think if it comes down to it, he'll let Ryan do it before he does it. Because he cares about Ryan so much that he would not kill someone that his son loves. Well, so yeah, yeah, yeah. it's it, like the only reason that any of them are alive, ironically, is because of Ryan. Yeah, so, and th- this is some of the stuff that like shows why like I think this is the comic series is kind of interesting, but I think this is better. It and, has a lot more to say. It sounds like well, and the thing is like so in the in the comic series. So all this bad stuff is being done by Black Noir. So Homelander just doesn't know about it. And so he's playing it off as he doesn't know about it. So he still feels like he still thinks he's a good guy because he is in the comics. So Homelander in the comics but is he, generally he, he, go, he goes a little too far, but he's never like outright bad. But what, they, <clears throat> what they've done is they've merged Black Noir from the comics with the Homelander and made it this character. Yeah. And so like... This character is all is somewhat unhinged and like at times, and it's not something that he doesn't understand. It's he completely understands what he's doing. And, and like, yeah, can, can we just talk about Anthony Starr's performance? Or I'm sorry, Anthony, no H, Anthony Starr's performance. Like, my gosh, man, the man deserves an Emmy, dude. He if they he's don't get some awards, I feel like they might be blocked from getting some awards because of. Uh, the Herogasm episode? Probably. Yeah. yeah. There's but a they, good chance. They definitely, <coughs> they definitely deserve some because it but like... My gosh, what what a performance this season. Like, uh, so and, another, ju- and just like... And they're, they've done such a good job of like showcasing how people can simultaneously be both a victim and an abuser because like you genuinely, you have to feel bad for Homelander like not defending his atrocities, but like you understand like, them. You understand why he is the way he is, right? And, and, and it's, so it's, it's like tragic. It really shows that and abusers aren't like they're just not born; they're made, and they're made yeah. through a cycle of abuse. So it's just like yeah. they're victims in themselves, and they're just they're monkey see, monkey do. Uh, talking about abuse, I, I really liked A Train's redemption in this. Yeah. I thought that was um, really But also, one. like, his his biggest downfall, right? Yeah. So I really like that he kind of saw outside of himself, and he actually wanted to become, like, a pinnacle, like a pillar of justice. And um, 
and like how like, he like he he kind of thinks that he's going in the right direction. He thinks he's doing the right things, but he's doing them for the wrong reasons. Yeah, and it, it takes his brother getting paralyzed and calling him out on his BS before he finally realizes, yeah, I have been doing this all for myself. And but by the time that he does it, he still does it in a way that uh, Vought has taught him how to do things, and so his uh. You know, the bill always comes due, right? Like, obviously, A-Train apologizes to Huey. It yeah. genuinely means it, which is... Like, the single I, wholesome moment in That hit me in the six. heart. <laughs> that, like, so if there was one good part of Herogasm, that was yeah. it, right? Granted, there's naked bodies everywhere, and Huey and A-Train are having a, a bro moment. <laughs> uh, with love sausage in the background. Um, he apologizes, but then... He also gets the vengeance he wants, and ironically... And it doesn't make anything better. No, because now he has the heart of the person that paralyzed his brother. I know, that was such a good twist. And then in addition to that, his brother now wants nothing to do with him. Yep. That is... Yeah, because he murdered that guy. It's like, this, this whole episode was just... This whole season was just a giant tragedy of, like, failure. Yeah. Of just, like, it doesn't matter if you have all the resources or if you have all the power in the world like uh tragedy spares spares no one is really what it is and i think the only thing that lasted from this was huey and starlight's relationship like they didn't even break up after all the stuff like that's crazy yeah i mean like they kind of sort of did but then they got back together oh they were arguing like, yeah, they, they went to separate bedrooms for the night. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You know? They just, yeah, they just... I mean, they, they needed some separation for... for it was. All, it also showed, like, this crazy <coughs> drug that darn near killed Huey. Oh, dude. Yep. And, and is likely gonna be the end for Billy. Oh, yeah. Well, the thing is, like... Uh, Billy's one of those characters where you're like... He wasn't gonna... Li- he's not gonna lie. Like, they, they give him, like, a year to live... He ain't gonna make a year. Right. There's no way. No, no. Yeah. I mean, he, he's gonna he's gonna shoot up again, or he's gonna get like no. The way things the are real go- thing, he's gonna get regular compound V. Well, no. The the way that things are going, he's not making a year, no matter no. what. Like yeah. it doesn't matter. It'll end with him it, probably. I can yeah. see them I, making I him a soup. Like know. ultimately, like he like breaks down and does it, but then ends up still dying anyway. Like I said, oh man, I'm just I'm so happy about the way things are changing. Oh yeah, because in the like in the comics, he wants to kill everybody with Compound V that exists, like everybody. Like he wants to commit genocide. Yes, I love that. But now he's like, I I, I the I want to read the comics because it's uh, there's a lot of changes. But mm-hmm. it seems like they did a lot of normally like there's a lot of changes that you like get upset about. But it seems like they made it. These changes are like positive. Well, yeah, they're positive, he's... and it definitely changes the flavor of the story. You you said you watched Diabolical, right? A little bit. Yeah, remember the kind of Irish sounding guy? Yeah, that um, that was hanging around Billy. Yeah, yeah that that's that's uh, that that's supposed to be what Huey is. Oh, really? Yeah, that's supposed to be Huey. Huh? That's what Huey looks like in the comics. Gross. I like <laughs> I like this oh, version of Huey a lot better. Yeah, he is adorable. Yeah. Uh, talking about adorable, uh, normally I'm not like, oh, I love this couple, but about freaking time, Kimiko and Frenchie, man. Yeah. Like, normally I'm not like, oh, they should hook up already. Like, that stuff annoys me. But I was rooting from those two from day one. Oh, yeah. They're so Oh, yeah. Cute. They are 
So cute. I mean, killing together. cartels together, man. Nothing's yeah. more romantic than that. <laughs> right? Like, speaking of, of good performances, Karen Fukuhara, like, without any dialogue, puts so much emotion and inflection into her character. So good. Like, man... Just the just the story. T- so here's the thing, like, right? So like just you, just a solid cast overall. They're all amazing. You have characters. like a ton of main characters, right? In this, yeah. And you think it'd be chaotic to try to control and like give everyone the amount of screen time and their story arcs and really develop them. Like even like Ashley, you're pulling out her hair. Like you, you really don't think you have all that, but they managed so well to cover all these little things yeah. and still introduce like random characters like termite. Yeah, you know the one scene, uh, the, the sneezing episode scene. one, episode one, <laughs> so, the, the tunnel scene. Here's here's the thing. I knew this. I, they're like, oh, this season's gonna be bad. I was like, okay, I didn't think it was gonna be bad. I thought the sneezing scene was way worse than uh, episode six. Yeah. Agree, agree. You know, like yeah, because here's the thing. Like, I like put this, and like I immediately thought the world's worst kidney stone. First of all. Why would you do that? Like, how does that even, like, feel good? Second of all, why would you do cocaine and then go in there when you might sneeze? Are you putting two to two together? Kyle told me about all of this. Yeah. Yes. I I know exactly what happened. Listen, you can't know about this season and not know about, like, the first five minutes of this. Yeah, so Alex and I are sitting down. We watch it. We're, like, excited. (laughs) And we we, we know there's going to be some blood, right? Like, I figured some head exploding... Uh, Guts, you know, yeah, just yeah. lost generic limbs. Generic boys gore, lost limbs. This was over the top. Like, oh yeah, I like when he sneezed. I was just like, oh, so this this is what we're doing this season. <laughs> <laughs> okay, yeah, that, that is definitely a tone setter. I think it was really interesting too that they like they basically set yeah they set the tone for the season and then they like go hey there's this ultimate guy that might be able to kill Soldier Boy. And he is a pile of trash. <coughs> Soldier yeah. Boy was Soldier Boy. What a, what a good character. And Jensen yes, Ackles, man. man. Well, Jensen, Jensen Ackles, Ackles yeah. killed it. Well, because in killed every other it. thing, he is a tough guy, but like he's a good tough guy in almost everything. Mm-hmm. Like, there's no point in which he's like just a trash pile. Just the worst. Just the oh, worst yeah. person. Yeah. And when in this like. You're like, oh, maybe he's not so... Oh, yeah, that's right. He's like... <laughs> oh, yeah, no, he actually yeah. is the worst. He is, like, the worst person. It's yeah. it's so crazy that he was so bad that even Vought wanted to get rid of him. Yeah, and that is just like saying something. Well, and I like, the, I like the thing of him, like, he lied. Like, he just keeps lying. Yep. Like, you don't know actually what he act, what he did. Because like, yep. he, he never actually went to, like... He, they said he know. never actually went to war. He's worse than Homelander. Like, but like, here's the thing: Homelander is justifiable because he's was made well, broken. But it's not well, like, not but, quite just. But the thing is that, but like, the the real thing you is can like, at least empathize with him. He tells bit. all these stories of things he could have done because he really could have done them. He's like the only character in comics that yeah really could have done it, but, but he didn't. didn't. But you just don't know. <laughs> like right. he has less experience well, than like. The we, newer heroes. We've, you know, we've met. And, and he's clearly petty and jealous because like the one time that Black Noir almost got this movie role over him, he just beats the absolute yeah, we'll, we'll get to that later. stuffing out of him. Well, yeah, no. So every time like, uh, every time he talks and says he did something, it's like suspect after that. We're like, right. you're like, did he actually do that? Because 
most of the time it turns out like he could do all this stuff, but he might have just been too lazy to do it. Yeah, so it basically it's just like if Steve Rogers just stayed that uh, Hitler punching uh, yeah fanboy, like he just stayed in that role, like he never went off and actually saved anyone, you know. Um, but yeah, so like like a like a like a, well, well, I think we should end with the whole black noir thing with that. Oh um, man, but that was so oh, yeah. That was the, that was rough. Shoot, what was I gonna say? So the, the thing with, with, with Soldier Boy is, like, you know he's really bad, right? So, like, okay, Homelander has an, ex- an excuse. Like, a, I say this lightly, right, with why he is the way he is, is because he was abused, right? And so he has Homelander, a reason. He's, he's conditioned. So now, Soldier Boy has no excuse. He wasn't conditioned. Like, he's he was born but he, a he crappy did, person. But he did have a piece of crap father. Or do we believe that? So it doesn't matter if he had a piece of crap father. Like he did take shortcuts. Like I think. Oh yeah, absolutely. I think the reason why his father said the things that he said to him because he knew that he was <coughs> garbage. Like he should have been Billy Butcher. Like Billy. Like again, Billy Butcher's a monster because his dad made him one. Soldier Boy feels like he chose to be that because he was felt entitled to, well, to everything he had. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Yeah, definitely a sense of entitlement. And I, I think also just like, you know, if if I can't win the approval of the person whose approval I want the most, then I may as well just be a piece of crap because what's the difference? Yeah. Like, right. Why why try if I'm just going to end up with the same results and my dad's not going to love me? Yeah. Like, I, so I think the most heartbreaking thing was uh, the story arc and ending of Black Noir. Um, yeah, that was... That was it's, oof. Yeah. Tragic. I mean, yeah. And they did it with cartoon characters with funny voices. So, <laughs> oh, I, I think they did, well, like, oh, they man. led up to something that you thought was going to happen. You thought this big battle was going to happen, and then it gets just cut off right before it happens. It's anticlimactic, yeah. which yeah. subverts your expectations. Well, so it's just like, he's like, you feel like he's like this dark, silent Batman tough guy type, right? And then it turns out that, like, the reason he is is because, like, he uh, went to do something about this man who would abuse him consistently, right? You know, melted his face, broke his jaw, silenced him, told him that he was worth nothing. So he became hardened, found friendship and love in Homelander. Of all people. Of all people, you know. And then... And then he shows up again. He has his mental breakdown, goes into a psychic break of, like, cartoons, which whatever incident happened in a play place brought him back to it. And then just again, because of soldier boy loses his best friend and then his best friend kills him. Yep. Just for, just for keeping a secret. Yeah. Like it's a, and like, that's it's heartbreak. It's hard. Out of all the stuff that has like been heartbreaking in there. I think that was the most, Heartbreaking because like genuinely crying. Like he oh, yeah. was devastated that he had to kill his best friend. And, and honestly, like Black Noir keeping that from him, that was in Homelander's best interest because Soldier Boy is a, is a monster. Yeah. Well, wouldn't that be on Vought's orders too? That Black Noir would have to keep that secret because Vought doesn't even want Soldier Boy, right? Well, yeah. but I, I, So I, if Homelander knew that was his dad, he would have gone after him to like free him. Be like, I want 
Daddy Sun time. Well, well, they made it very clear that Black Noir never really cared about what Vought thought because the moment that it came down to it, he took out his tracker chip. That and that's true. Yeah. So yeah, he was well. He was no, terrified. yeah, they yeah. I, and but he also might not have known if Soldier Boy was alive. Yeah, because it's been <laughs> years. No, no, they they confirmed several times that the entire team knew that he was still alive. They just thought that the Russians would you know keep always him keep him under wraps. Yeah. Well, I mean that's. As dead as he can be, right? That's as dead yeah. as they thought he could be, at least. Which is yeah. So I mean, I'm just saying, like, they I think just, they, they, they kind of wrote him off as dead. Yeah, they they weren't thinking about the the you know the possibility of him breaking. Yeah, because they, they assumed that he they figured out a way to kill him. But they they no they they definitely knew that he was still alive. Yeah, I mean, or I, I mean, at least that's what they said. They, you know, yeah, they they well they assumed that he was never coming back. Like he was might as well have been dead. Um. The end was crazy. So oh, I am yeah. glad that oh, Maeve yeah. is free, right? She's out. She's gone. She's done. Yeah, dude, she she carried both of the finales of last season and this season. Yeah. The crazy Freaking thing Maeve, is, is now Soldier Boy's still alive. He's under the guard and lock and key of Stillwell. Yep. And No, Stillwell? That was uh, Homelander's caretaker in season one. Oh, um, no. Uh, what's her name? Claire. Uh, it's Claire. Yeah, I can't remember her last name is. I forgot. Uh, we'll just say Claire. We'll say Claire. Yeah. Yeah. So Claire, CIA lady. <clears throat> yeah, Claire. Um, but then, just like, you know, first of all, I understand Homelander's reaction. Like, if someone threw something at my kid, it hit him. I'd want to kill him, right? In Homelander's reaction is understandable from a parent's perspective. What's scary is that now, because we, we've seen where like it cuts to Homelander mauling entire crowds of people, lasering them and up it, just because he can. Yeah. But he actually did it this time. In front of people. And in front of his son. Well, and now, be, and Ryan's, first of all, broken because Billy pushed him away to protect him. But now he's chosen to go with Homelander, and now he's seen Homelander's outright violence and enjoyed it, it seemed like. So now it's starting to think where maybe the psych like the, the, the psychotic genetic is like it maybe it's genetic. It came from Soldier Boy to Homelander, not to Ryan. So maybe there's something in there within the genetic of that lineage that maybe they're they are just like <clears throat> great power comes great crazy yeah oh for sure and um, well like they they basically you thought that this might be the last season because i thought it might be the last season i thought they might or like end it i thought they were going to i really did um i haven't been keeping up on news on purpose because i don't want to know if there's another season <laughs> so if they like if there's interviews or whatever i didn't look Oh, they, they've already been approved. Yeah, for season four. they got greenlit season two, like episode two. Yeah. All, the moment the sneeze happened, they're like, make it. <laughs> yep. Make it Kyle, so. Kyle, did you say that they're approved for two more seasons, or was that something else? Season four is what they are approved for as of now. Oh, okay. They have not stated whether that's going to be the last season or not. I have a feeling that they'll I probably do I think they'll do go six. one or two more seasons, I think. Maybe three. I think they'll do six seasons in like a, a movie. Ooh, that'd be interesting. Oh, to like make it seven. Oh, oh, I yeah, like that. I see where you're going. I see where you're going. 
See, one thing I want to see as like a funny thing is the trailers and teasers for every season has been in like the Vought News Studio, but since they had the giant fight in the Vought Studio, I want it just to be like destroyed in the background and them be like, so this is what happened in the news today, and they're on like a cardboard box. So what I, what I, what I love is Alexa and I went to a movie and they were playing the trailers. And so for the trailer for this new season was actually the Dawn of the Seven trailer, but they cut it just like an actual movie trailer. Yep. So it said nothing about season four or whatever. It just went Dawn of the Seven coming soon. Nice. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, I, I love, love that. that. The, the advertising is top notch. Yeah. Uh, any, any final thoughts on... I... I enjoyed pretty much every character in this. Like... Yeah. I enjoyed okay, so they're bad characters. They're big pieces of crap for sure. Mm-hmm. But like in my opinion, for my watching, like I said, for me, not for like, you know, like um, for me though, I like that they I when they make characters that you're like, you need to hate this character. I kinda like that. And when they have yeah, characterizations of like, yeah, so this is not there's no good guy in this story. Mm-hmm. This is a these are the lesser two evils. Like, yep. Like everybody here is terrible. Some are less terrible than yeah, others. Even the Huey, who is like the pinnacle of good is now kind of in, you know? Yeah. I this show like, is so good that I will probably go back and watch the entire thing. You should, you should. It's, I know. It's so good. It, it is. It, no, but it is tough. And I know it, sometimes it's like, better with you. But shows. honestly, like, and it just might be for me since I know where it goes, it just might be easier now. It's yeah. Just, it's yeah. just tragedy after tragedy in, yeah, you but... A, so here's the thing. They're not assholes just for the sake of being assholes other than Soldier Boy. There's, they always right. explain why. Right. Yeah, yeah. I no, mean... No one's evil for the sake of being well, evil. Okay. They, they're, it's very realistic reasons. But, like... Right. It's I, very I realistic, do, just people I, suck. I will mention a point that needs to maybe slow down a little bit on, like... Just every every series that exists... Um, my daddy's a butthead needs to really stop being the reason that people are evil. I, I agree. The whole, like, my dad was mean to me trope is getting old. It's getting a little overplayed for, like, it needs to, they need to cool off on it a bit. Yeah, listen. Yeah, that... Omni-Man got you guys beat. Stop. Because, <laughs> like, yeah, it's been the first, like, a lot of superhero series, series and a lot of other series. Like, it's been the thing that's kind of, like, it's kind of becoming a recurring theme. I've noticed recently. My dad was mad at me. And like, yeah, yeah. dads can be jerks sometimes. That doesn't 100% yeah, well, guarantee well, supervillain. I mean, bombs jerks again. Well, <laughs> and honestly, there's a lot more like studies that show that like people who had trauma, especially like parental trauma, actually grew up to be more empathetic people. So it's actually almost unrealistic. Yeah. And that, that's that, like the... I get that most of these are fiction. But right. like, that's probably the thing that I... That my, my thought right now goes to that of like... Yeah, that happens a lot. Like recently, yeah, no, it, but I mean, like they they do they do have parallels. So like, you know, Homelander grew up without a father, turned into a monster. MM grew up without his father because his father got killed by Soldier Boy, turned out to be a great dad. Um, you have you know, uh, you know, Sol- Soldier Boy had his crappy parent situation. Monster Starlight's mother, terrible, terrible woman. She turned out great. Like, they do have examples of, of both sides. It's, I mean, yeah, and Huey's dead, Simon Pegg, so. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> he, he, was he was in, in Star, Star Wars. Wars. His, Simon Pegg. Oh. Yeah, yeah, he's, oh only, okay. he's only there for, like, 
two episodes. Okay, maybe. I thought you said something about a pig. I no, was like, he's what? Simon Pig. <laughs> okay, so, no, 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 Huey's dad's a pig. Oh, okay, gotcha. Hot All right. Buzz. Uh-huh. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, oh my god. Anyways, <laughs> so let's let's go ahead and close it off. Who was your favorite character uh, for this season, and we'll we'll end it with that. Oh gosh. Mine will be easy since I didn't see that much. I'm going to put my vote for Kimiko because she puts in music and yeah. beats people up to maniac. I think she's going to be your favorite yeah. in general. Oh, yeah, no. She, she is wonderful. Yeah. She is wonderful. Yeah. She and Frenchie are, are so cute. <laughs> um, oh, me next. Me next. Um, oh, it's tough. I, I got to give it to Homelander this season just for like how well his arc was written and Anthony Starr's performance and just like it is so hard to make a character who is as much of a D-bag as Homelander actually make me feel bad for this guy. Yeah. And they achieved that and that is monumental. Like what like I'm I'm just going to say right now like top 5 villains of all time in freaking anything. Like comic oh, wow. book or otherwise, like such a great villain! Holy crap, I, I'm impressed. All right, okay. I so I really like Soldier Boy, and here's why: not because not because he's a like cool character. It's because he's a great villain. He's a good character. Yeah. He's a great villain, yes, and he here's is. why. Here's one of the reasons he's a great villain for me specifically. Uh, I like Supernatural a lot. Dean Winchester was my favorite character in that. Mm-hmm. This character Same. seems like that character. Solid choice, solid choice. If that character was like just the most. If evil he didn't one. have Sammy. Yeah, basically the he, yeah, it's, kind it's of. It's him if he had superpowers and didn't have Sammy. Yeah, it's it, it's basically the evil version of his character. Like, so he's still the cool tough guy or whatever. Has a lot of bravado, but he has like no moral compass. Nothing to keep him grounded. He nothing has, keeps nothing him grounded. He has nothing to lose and he has nothing keeping him grounded. He's not yeah. even like grounded by like saving people because he does not care about yeah, that. Yeah, I mean, if he wanted to, he could run for president and probably get it just because he's Soldier Boy. Yep. Yeah, but but everybody loves him. And that, that might be the, a great thing too, like that everybody goes, oh, it's Soldier Boy. It's Soldier Boy, guys. The Soldier Boy of being Soldier Boy. <laughs> like, and, 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 you know, all this, like, tough guy act is really just to compensate for this actually very emotionally insecure oh, yeah. guy so underneath. I really, yeah, I really like the way they did that character. Very, very solid I character. don't, like I said, I haven't read all the comics, so I didn't, and I don't think they did. I don't even know if he's even the same character at all from the comics. So I love that they added this character and basically transformed this character. Loved it. So for me, my favorite character is one who went from villain, uh, someone born from hate, to um, a person who stands for love. So love sausage. <laughs> that was the way to put that. I knew no, it was going to happen. I knew just, that. Just, I knew just it. kidding. I knew, I knew it. it was going to be a just joke. Just kidding. <laughs> um, I would say for me, <sighs> I want to I wanna say... I want to say Frenchie. He's continuously been one of my favorite characters. He had a solid season. Oh, um, he, he did. Season. We saw a lot about his backstory. And he, he went from being like... So it seems like everyone's been getting worse as character development right goes. Like they keep slipping back and they keep losing their moral compass. Yeah. 
Yeah. But he seems to, like, he started off being, like, this drug dealer, like, arms dealer, like, killer, contract killer, whatever. And he's kind of going, like, he's found his moral compass and he's redeeming himself and holding to it and sticking to his redemption. And, you know, he's, uh, granted, he's still killing people. He works for the CIA, you know, but he's a, a gut of purpose and good. And so now it's just like he's a... He's, he's on his way of just, he's a much better person. And the more we get yeah. to know him, the more I feel like he's kind of like that team's Hawkeye. Like, you thought Huey was, right? Yeah. <laughs> but uh, Huey's just that little brother you need to protect. But I feel like without Frenchie, I don't think the team would last, right? Because right. here's the thing, even Huey's been compromised. But Frenchie has not been compromised a single bit. Mm-hmm. And, and and also just like how he is you know, we we get a look into his history and, and just, you know, kinda always being under somebody's thumb and now he's finally like getting this backbone. Yeah, he's standing up he's, to Billy Butcher, like Yeah. He went so, he went from a stuff. he went from a man who was a hired gun to a man with a dental plan. <laughs> That's right. That's right. He, Respectable. he is he is getting that dental plan and his cake hole is remaining open. Yeah. I, I that was my was such, so, a such a good such a good line. He's just like that, he's like you have a democracy and we want a dental plan. <laughs> like <laughs> no, he's like boy, you shut your pie hole. No, this this cake hole is staying open, <laughs> and I want a dental plan. <laughs> yeah, God, yeah, I love Frenchie. What, what a great character. Yeah, super good. I also man. I apologize for my terrible Australian and French accent. I <laughs> I think that Frenchie was good and that the moment there was a point of acting, there was just like a reaction. And it was the moment that whatever like chemical they were trying to create, like he brings it. He's like, look, I got this thing. They get it. They get it to where. Oh, uh, 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 MN. Yeah. Well, no, they get it to where uh, um, Billy Butcher and Soldier Boy are. And they th- and it gets thrown out the window, and you just see like, just there's a shocked face of like, no. <laughs> I I okay. I, the last thing I appreciate about uh, Frenchie is uh, he's very human mm-hmm. and very himself at all times, regardless of how serious it is. Like obviously he has for a dental plan when like standing up for himself, but the fact that he put the world's most deadliest chemical in a starlight perfume bottle yeah was, was pretty great so on brand for him because <laughs> like everyone's just like did you just put this in there and his response to that is like well it's not as bad as it was his last year <laughs> yeah. i think it's smells better yeah it just hands I, it to I, mm I, and mm's like are you crazy what is wrong with you <laughs> it's just like what it's, it doesn't smell that bad anymore <laughs> i also like the thing of like like they they they're like okay so we're gonna break into the most secure facility, uh, we're gonna go break into their lab, make this chemical while we hold off the two most powerful people in the world, and it goes is that right? Yeah. Okay. The only thing we're talking about here, Gasm, we'll end with this is the entire episode. Every single person of the boys is be like, man, Frenchie's gonna be so mad that he wasn't here for this, and then when they finally cut to him and he's just like, I can't believe I missed this. So <laughs> his, his dream died. The callback. So I'm just going to say the, the part with MM's coat. Oh, man. I had to pause the episode and wow. laugh for like a minute straight. After.
That was so fun. <coughs> Anyways. Yeah. Um, so we, we kind of talked pretty much exclusively about things we liked, but what, what are some deductions real quick? Oh, uh, okay. Uh, well, just to be quick, uh, honestly, there really wasn't, I just wish a couple more episodes, like two or three. Honestly, I felt like we should have had a two part finale. Honestly, that's really yeah. good. Yeah. I, I, yeah, I, I could agree with that. There were I like. a couple steps too far where I was like, Mm, come on. Are you okay? Here's the thing. Again, don't don't Jeremiah ask, what I, don't ask me what I'm what that's about. Just okay. I'm just no, right. don't please right. don't because <laughs> we're not gonna be able to get into it. I'm Fair. literally we're literally not. We already skirted around it. Fair. Just saying, Love Sausage was a lot worse. Season two. Mm-hmm. I, I have zero deductions. This show is perfect. I am a simp for this show. I love it. You're part of the boys. I yep. I'm one of the boys. I am a future part of the boys. <laughs> yeah. That was another good thing. Uh, Butcher's silent approval of Starlight. So anyways, guys, thank you for tuning into this week's episode of um, Comic Talk 616, where we reviewed the boys. Um, and Umbrella, Ella, Ella. Absolutely. And so uh, thank you for joining us. It's an extended episode, but we did two reviews. We had a lot to talk about. And we had uh, some fun challenges, so a little bit of a crazy fun episode this week. So enjoy. We'll see you next week. I'm Jake. I'm Kyle. I am Matt. I'm Kalen. And we'll see you guys later. Have a great week. It's Matt's bedtime. It is Matt's bedtime. Also, we can't talk about the thing we literally have not been talking about the whole season, the whole episode. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, see you guys later. Bounce, bounce,